Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Like a dying animal. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. How's it going, everyone? Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week. On a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons, and then uh, we're each going to discuss uh, each episode in order, the talking points, the guests, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, how was your week? How can I not have a good week when I'm a co-host of the official, unofficial Joe Rogan experience? I don't know what we call this, but um, a lot of the feedback we've been getting from people is how they now watch the show to decide whether they should listen to Joe's companion piece, I guess we could say. I like how we say a lot when it's a, it's usually one. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> compared to zero. Yeah, it's many. listen, compared to zero, I agree. I think I've seen at least three comments that said that they find it um, convenient to listen to us than to decide whether what episodes they should. Well, I mean, that's what we said from the beginning. And uh, yeah, so I had a great week just basking in the glory of giving people what they need. I love it. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was not very great. Um, I cut my finger making a path. That's on the butter knife. No, I, <laughs> I gave up on the knife. The knife is out now. Yeah, it was, it made such a terrible sound as it cuts through. Uh, <laughs> you, you deaded like, the knife because of the sound. It was, it was just it the was, gravel. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was really hard to listen to. And then, um, one of my dogs broke out in fucking hives and the other dog now has something wrong with his leg and he won't, uh, this is the favorite and he won't put any weight on it at all. Oh, so, so this is him. just, yeah. And cha-ching, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. I have to take him to Dollar signs in the vet size. I hope he just fucking gets over it. Man. Oh, that's what I forgot to say. And I also, I watched frailty this week. Oh, and, um, well, all I can say, it's got uh, Power Booth in it. He's, he's great. Isn't it Powers Booth? Powers Booth, pardon me for no, the... That's all right. He plays the um, FBI agent. Yeah. And it's uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Walks in his office and says, you know, some people to murder. And the second they do the first flashbacks and uh, his brother kills himself, I go, oh, I knew right away that Matthew McConaughey was the killer. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I knew right away... And, um, spoiler alert for any listeners. I don't, it wasn't that good. Thank you. That movie fucking because, sucks. Because you have to, it's so religious. Oh my God. Thank and, you. And you have to buy into capital punishment. 
God, that movie is fucking trash, Simon. That's why I said I was like, I cannot believe you like that. They movie. have enough twists at the end. They're like, oh, 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 but it, it, like it's not justified. You know, Mark, I mean? to me, the religious. You can't even say undertones; they're overtones. Well, yeah, it's it, 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 kill it, all the twists. It's it's so like it's just a religious vehicle. I I felt although the scene where the last guy they're about to kill, and he screams, and it's the little kid with the axe. That that was good. That, that jumped me out of my seat. It's very disturbing, all the murdering. Like it makes you cringe. We think it's these people getting the axe, but uh, no, no, it was not good. <laughs> uh, but. That being said, Bill Paxton was amazing in it. He plays a believable sure, sure. guy okay. who thinks that God is telling him to kill these people. Yeah. And he directed it. <coughs> hmm. And I was thinking, because you guys don't have the wherewithal, we should do the movie game for it. Right off the jump, before we even get into anything? Because you'd even look into it or anything, do you? All right, sure. Frailty. Right off the bat, folks, we're doing the movie um, game. Six minutes in. I just appreciate that you watched it, Kamar. Of course, I, you asked I me mean, to. I I don't like your fucking synopsis of it. Um, I don't care for your dismissal of it, but I do appreciate that you watched it. All I know is I knew right away he was the killer, so that sort of ruined it for me. I was just waiting to see how they do it. I did watch it many years ago, the first time. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that. It was a total surprise at the end. So imagine how great that would have been. Definitely. Put yourself into that situation. A naive movie watcher might think it's really oh good. Oh, my God. How but, about just a younger movie watcher? Well, well, I don't know. I guess you believed in God at the time. It just it, The God part is so gross. Thank you. But why do I have to believe in God? I don't Because then these are horrible, crazy people. Like, the, the whole thing is he's doing the Lord's work to rid the people of the, the uh, pedophile. The woman killed her husband. They never show what the other guy did. Yeah. And it, it only works if there's a God and he's serving under God. Sorry, I'm super confused. So, <laughs> it, whatever, it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> Fair enough. Simon, you want to write down the uh, movie game numbers here? Uh, yeah, we were still talking about my week, man. My shitty week. He sorry. jumped in. I'm sorry. And, uh, I'm sorry. No, I was done. Oh, okay. I'm just I figured you were done. It's yeah. all over. It's do you want to write down something with the dog? Do you want to write down frailty else? in the year you believe uh, it came out? Yeah. You have a pen right Is there. an experience, experience first. It's the movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head, figure out what year a movie came out. The budget and the box office gross. This week we chose Frailty because Simon said it was an amazing movie. Matt said it wasn't, and I was going to be the deciding vote, and it was not an which, amazing movie. Just right before we do this, which would be the perfect segment for us to do, which would be um, movies you made me listen, or movies you made me watch, and the idea would be that, let's say Kamar would pick a movie that, like frailty, he either thought was good or thought that you would like, or you know what I'm saying? But it would probably be a film that you would never pick on your own. Well, I think it was unique because I'd never seen this movie, so that was exciting. Well, that is exciting. <laughs> um, okay, Frailty. Frailty, directed by Bill Paxton, starring Bill Paxton, Matthew McConaughey, Powers Booth, Luke Askew, Jeremy Sumpster, and Matt O'Leary. I mean, I think if you're young, it's cool because... The movie's sort of about kids, sort of like in a standby me way. I could see how that liked it, but I don't think you're that young when you saw it. It was pretty young when I saw it. Well, I feel like doing the movie you, game. Uh, I feel like doing the movie game ahead. this early is like uh, it's like in buds when they wake you up after like an hour sleep and just make you go out and like lift a boat. Oh, you like got to just I'm too be warmed yeah. up. Yeah. Well, I have but an we're idea. Find out. I have an idea for the movie game in the first episode as well. So. All right. Well, 
I'm ready, Simon. When you're warmed up. As far as year is concerned, I have my year written down. Uh, okay, let's go. Uh, oh, shit. We'll just do it this And way. I just knew that even though you guys suggested it, there's no way you looked it up. Like, okay. Kind of, oh, fuck. I, dude, I would never want to. It's like so cheating in a video game. Yeah, the year, yeah. I said year 2000. I said 2002. 2001. You guys are always off. Over What the fuck? 2001 it came out. 2001. And like I said... uh, That was really fucking close. Like I said on the Patreon, like uh, Point Break is such a better movie. Right? Kamar, for the tie break, what month did it come out? No one. You want us to guess a month? No, no. I want to know who was closer. Oh, because if you said 02... And well, no, like if it was December of 01, then I was like fucking right there. It was uh, November. November oh, 7th, 2001. Oh. I'll take that win. Thank you very much. No, you don't. Why Lions do you get that film. win? I don't know. You made us look it up. <laughs> that means I take the yeah, win. It was yeah. closer no, to no, me. No, you made us go to the tiebreaker, and we can't decipher how many months <laughs> it is, so you lose. It's Sorry. two months. It's the rules, most. Matt. It's the rules. Um... Okay, so we need a budget and a gross. And it's a 99-minute movie, which is perfect time. That's another reason why I watch it happily. Budget and gross. But yeah, the visions, the twist at the end was all right. But All right, I'm ready. Fuck both of you. It's too early for the movie game, man. If, there's no way you keep listeners. They're like, what, the, what does this have to do with Joe Rogan? And I agree with them. What yeah, does I, this have to do I, with Joe I Rogan? I agree totally. Uh, and it grossed uh, two. Okay, go. All right, I guess I'll go first. I said uh, it cost $22.4 million to make, and it grossed 61.5. Wow, I went way under that. I said it cost You're $16 probably right. million to make, and $42 million gross. That's that's better. Uh, no one liked this movie. It cost $11 million to make and made $17.4 million. Oh, my God. I'm not even writing that down. And that's the bonus movie game. You know what's crazy is I was like, I'll lowball it. I thought it was sort of exciting. Just it switch it up. How was your week, Matt? Didn't lowball it enough, uh, as usual. Well, that was pretty good. I got the year and the... Um, <laughs> Close. Are you just going to give yourself the win for <laughs> all of it? I'll give you the I win. Got, Why not just I give yourself it, three man. points? I sure. never win. I'm taking it all. I'll give you the win. Take it all. All right, Kamar, run down the guests so we can actually get into what we really do here. Thanks for asking, buddy. Uh, this week is uh, Tying Up Loose Ends. It's, it almost feels like the end of Silent Live, wouldn't you say? You know, the end where they all hug each other and like, thanks for coming out. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. We but. started the week off with 1523, Joey Diaz and Ryan Breadband. Which kills my theory. By 1524, nicest man in the world, Ron Funches. Next up with everyone's favorite fat conspiracy, 1525, Tim Dillon. And finished with someone who's on way before the time, 1526, Ali Makovsky. A three. This week gets a three. I would give the week a three as well. We're rating the week right now. That's I think what I, we I do. That's, what that's, how it, that's how it works. Um, I give this week a three as well. All right. We have an agreement. An agreement. Low key agreement. 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 Um, It'd be interesting to see how we all come button. to that. With the same I way. also think that we're all maybe being generous in the three. We're going to find out, Maddie. Yes, we That's are. That's the fucking fun of this thing. All right, let's start with Uncle Joey and Brian Redband. So my very first note is, so Matthew, so much for your... 
Oh, I'm, I'm Red Ben as yeah. the last guy, unless this was the last week before Joe. Like maybe Joe's taking a week off or two weeks off. No. To relocate. To relocate. No. I think so. I don't. I think it's possible. Obviously, this week he took some time off for his birthday and then jammed it all in. But um, my first thought was, I think Brian deserves his own episode. I don't think he has enough to bring to an episode, but it just sort of felt like he got, okay, we'll group in with Joey. And I feel bad also. Short-changed. Short-changed. I also feel bad because last time Joey was on, I was like, I think this is going to be the last time he's going to be on. I think he's going to die. So... um, Joey <laughs> was so happy. Die? Wrong at the beginning of the COVID, yeah. I thought I was unhealthy. Get caught up. Gotcha. Did you see the picture that Joe posted on? You don't have Instagram, but the picture Joe posted on Instagram of Joey that he found while he was cleaning out his office. It made me so excited because I found a picture similar to that for the uh, thumbnail. Young Joey in his prime. Wow. Yeah, he is super young, young and handsome. Back when he was slinging dick, Joe Rogan dog. Um. Yeah, this episode made me feel away, as Kamar says, like the the end of an era. Yeah, like we didn't even um we haven't really paid it any mind because it's just crept up. But it feels definitely like first of all the the mass exodus from L.A. I don't Everywhere, know. and it just seems like it's uh you know just having the two of them in the studio. It seems like the band is breaking up. I get it. It's still it just feels like now like Joe moving to. Texas it definitely feels to me like it's going to be more like the the podcast has moved in one direction it started off as like just him and Brian shooting the shit message boards weird videos funny topics moved a little bit towards the science and the serious talks and you know religion and this that and the next but it seems like you know I don't know not having all the comedians right there it's going to be it's going to be an interesting couple of months for I sure. think it's taking a life of his own but I mean obviously if uh if I get ahead of ourselves if he does a comedy club there'll be comedians coming in all the time and just perfect timing to shoot over to a podcast before they're set that night well and they'll have way more reason to come to do the show and then maybe do a weekend at his club or whatever because he's mentioned now numerous times that he is opening a comedy club of in course Texas well he has the money well, I think sense. I think I said that a couple of episodes ago. Also, he said, you know, in the McCloskey episode at the end, he was like, I just like helping people out. So what better way than to have not only the biggest podcast in the world, but you now have like a hub comedy store where you can be you can become the Mitzi. And yeah. you can pass people and you can be the one to make people cry when you know what I mean? It's a, well, I don't think he even wants to do that. I think it's just another opportunity yeah. for him to help comedians. I don't think know? he has the time to do that. Uh, we, maybe not now, but you don't know. But the same way he don't said know. about McClowski, who this is her second time on. I think it's her first. I said it was her first. I'm, I'm sure it's her first. I'm pretty sure it's her second. No, but, I yeah. think you're getting you're just balling her in with every other female. Comedian. No, because I remember her telling the story about her performing at that big venue with him. Like that was the second time I've heard. She that. told the story twice on the podcast. That's even gross. He told the story the first time, and then she. Let's just find out. Anyways, Let's. it doesn't matter. It's not even her episode, but. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know either. What were we talking about? I don't uh, know. We were just talking about how it's sort of at the end of an era, the beginning of a new one. And I was thinking about how sad it'd be if it was Joe's last episode. 
whatever. How weird that if he just decided I, I don't want to do this anymore, things have changed. I say well, he had a considering disease or something. Considering he just signed a massive deal with Spotify, we know that that's it would well, have to, he'd have to die suddenly in like but, a Kobe Bryant. That would be way more tragic. But in another universe where he just decided hanging up, like I'm going to do two thousand episodes and then walk away, I, I don't think how sad that would have been. You tapped on metal there. I, there's no wood around well, me. What do you want me to it's do? It's right in front of you. Where? The tray. That's fucking... Come on, man. We know this is Closer than the fucking metal. Give me a lighter and shut up. Well, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right I have now. a lighter. Just shut up then. <laughs> rude. So rude. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I was talking about, Ali McCloskey. It doesn't fucking We know matter. it wasn't important. Nothing I say is important. Nothing any of us says is important. Uh, you think Trump's going to legalize weed? Is that possible? No. No, it's impossible. So of course it's possible. No. If he's really afraid of uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, he could, he could do a number of things to uh, win the vote. And that would be tough for people to uh, get mad about. Well, recusing, recusing? We're going to see if that's the word. Um, all small-time offenders, drug offenders. That would be a way to get some votes. And it's not like he you'd gives be letting a fuck. like just a ton of people's uncles go, or you you know what I you hear me? Because I mean, this is breaking news, but of course Kamala Harris was picked, and you know she's not going to legalize marijuana. I seeing that she's going to be president, probably inevitably. I just I it wouldn't surprise me at all if she was to become to just totally flip flop on what she stood for before. I I, I it'd be I interesting know. if that came down to the big issue. Legalizing, legalizing weed? Federally, yeah. Excuse me. Bless you, Matthew. Bless you. Excuse me. Gazoon-tight. Let me say this. The new mics pick those sneezes up like no one's business. Yeah, it's supposed to be the opposite. Um, maybe I just have to, Maybe it's that everyone else is better at editing than I am. Um, I, it, it's crazy to me that like we're at a point in the world where like it really is just Kamala Harris is on the bill because she's a woman of color. But that's where it ends because... She doesn't represent people of color almost at all. No, she stands for horrible things. Her I'm track well record is terrible. And Joe didn't say that. I, I don't even understand. And why, was, uh, why wasn't Tulsi Gabbard considered? Or maybe she was, but I've, we, I think we all agree that would have been a better are you guys aware of, pick. Are you guys aware of the... Um, so when Kamala Harris was the... Not the district attorney, but the, uh, what is it? The attorney general of California. Or was she? The, either way, she was up there in the California legislature. legislature. And they found out that there was a woman in the crime lab in Oakland who was doing all of the drug samples. And when she was consuming them, like you doing mean? the drugs from yes. the samples? Yes. And she was constantly showing, like Amazing. not showing up to work. So all of her shit was getting backlogged and they ended up finding out and they were like, okay, well, we got to throw 20 cases out because they're tainted because of this woman. And they ended up finding out that it was like thousands of cases. And I mean thousands. And Kamala Harris ended up finding this out and didn't do anything about it. Like, you know what I mean? She knew that, that this woman had tainted and she was still prosecuting people even though they knew well we knew she was a piece of shit from the project freedom guys and and even before that no but that's what hey, thank you kamar that's exactly where i was going next joe just heard what a terrible track record this lady has when it comes to locking up people 
in just from that one guy who he obviously believes the um yeah help me out Lubin. innocence project guy but then he doesn't say that like I, again I, I think he's just maybe he's actually worried about getting painted as a straight up conservative right yeah, he, you know what i mean, I mean? He's, like he's still saying that biden has these mental faculties are unquestionable but i think he's found his platform's too big and when he says stuff it resonates too much so he's worried about swaying the election or piling on uh, kamala harris well you know what she justifiably i don't know enough about anything but what i do know about her is sucks. nothing is good yeah the wanting sucks. to lock up parents of uh, truant children. Like, she just sounds like a totally unreasonable person. Here's the problem with those rules, too, is like you leave it, you leave it up to overzealous district attorneys by putting in place something like, because I looked into the numbers, they only ended up locking up like a handful. It doesn't matter. The fact that they locked up anyone. For that? Yeah. Too oh, many. I thought she just proposed that. I didn't know they actually put that into law. No, I'm pretty sure I read that they actually. No. I'll pull it up. That's he's insane. Sure, he's pretty sure you read it. I believe it. I'll, again, I'll pull it up. Can sorry. you write it in your notes sorry, so I can? I'm totally shocked. If that's the case, like, can you write it in your notes, please, so that I can check it out for yeah, the post, Joe? Here, I'll write it with my pen. I'll write it. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, yeah, moving on. She's terrible. From what I know, she's terrible. I thought Joe would have said at least this is the worst um, move he could have made, Biden. Where is Tulsi Gabbard to whoever just made that point? Very valid. Like, what's crazier too is they they were this week they were showing during the uh, Democratic debate, like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden trashing each other. Right. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? How yeah, they turn yeah. around and now Bernie's like, vote for them, even though they all shit down his throat and as the shit's coming out his teeth, he's like, vote for Joe Biden. We're in this together. And am I? It's all disgusting. Am I wrong to say that Tulsi Gabbard also a woman of color? Not as much color. But still. Yeah, well, that's what I said right away. So okay, when she they, I would think have fit the bill. When they say woman of color, they don't mean Hispanic. I think Tulsi Gabbard falls in the Hispanic. Does so she not? it had to be a black woman who was going to be his running mate. It just. That's what he said. I thought it. I thought he was implying, I just don't want some white bitch. Who knows? Possibly. But she's obviously the most compromised because she was the one who brought the Kavanaugh witness forward. Either way, I think they don't want... Simon, they're looking for someone that could potentially be... They don't want Tulsi Gabbard to be president. Yeah, she's too much of a maverick. Sorry, can you repeat that? The uh, the the witness that came forward and said she got raped by Kavanaugh was Kamala Harris was the one who was sitting on her and then brought it to the DNC. So that's probably what she did to get in the good graces. But they want a company person. Okay, gotcha. For lack of a better word. Um, do you guys know anything about Ruby Rich? How much tobacco's in this? I don't know, Maddie. <laughs> I think I got the all tobacco joint. It's it might just be a clump. I know everything about Ruby Ridge that was in the movie about Ruby Ridge. Um, sorry, one second. I legitimately don't even taste the tobacco I put in my joints. So, well, again, because I only smoke pure, so of yeah. course, if like yeah. let's say there is a clump at the end, it's unfiltered tobacco. Well, no, I just might put more tobacco than you like. I get it, but even then, you smoke cigarettes. Like You're gonna get that head rush. Joe loves when he smokes that yeah, one cigarette once a while. Ruby Ridge was a movie. There's a movie about Ruby Ridge. I don't think it's called Ruby Ridge. It might have been called The Ridge or something like that. Okay, <laughs> um, but but you know the story. Yep, happened right kind of before Waco, uh, like within a month. It it was really. Um, <laughs> 
I don't want to say the precipice, but there was obviously electricity in the air, you know, about uh, they didn't want. I don't know if the CIA was. I think it was the FBI. Whoever it was. And the ATF was Waco. No, but if they, the powers that be were like, no more whatever. Cause, don't let these situations get out of control. But it wasn't Ruby Ridge. There was no situation. No, they just fucked up. They just fucked up. They went there to get him. And he didn't want to come out, so get off my land, and then they end up shooting his family. I think it's even worse than that. I think, like, the why do they even go up there? Because someone him? said he had guns or something up yeah, there. Anyways. But that's why the Oklahoma City, City bombing was, was a response to Waco and Ruby Ridge. It was. And they were talking about these explosions, which interesting, too, because they caught, like, them driving away, like, two hours after the Oklahoma City bombing. This is for crime prevention stuff. They caught them driving they, away. It didn't take two weeks for them to apprehend Timothy McVeigh, and I think it was Terry Nichols. Was the two guys that set the bomb off? So they set the bomb off in a truck a outside. I think it was U-Haul in front of the building. And took off in a different truck. Yep, and got caught right away. So but, what are you saying about that? It was just maybe they were set up like, and they just put it all together. It just seems like sometimes people get away with crimes for months, years, and then they get caught. But what I was surprised at, they didn't mention the Lebanon bombing when they talk about explosions and just what's going on. I just thought that was interesting that they didn't mention there that were at all. A couple of things that weren't mentioned this week but we'll just move on um <laughs> so we won't mention them either uh so joey used to pull his own teeth out using jack daniels um it was a different time it's a real fed smoker move what the fuck <laughs> like <laughs> he was a real animal back in the day eh? sounds like it yeah you know what's a great movie Go on. That I forgot how great it was. It's Friday. Friday's incredible. The first Friday, Friday is. was such a big part of my high school. It was time. like a must to have that on DVD. Friday, Menace to Society. Menace to Society all day and day. And um, yeah, those two are huge. Uh, the other movie they talked about was Juice because they were, uh, it was all about it's Tupac. Tupac. His Dub acting. Double threats. Yeah. Rappers who become. Uh, See, I think they got it wrong, though. I think Tupac was always an actor, and that he just played a rapper. He played a rapper. That's he acted as a rapper. Yeah. That's it. That's interesting. I but like I think that. a lot of ra rapping is that, playing a part. Ice Cube, Ice-T. Yeah. It's, it's the inevitable. Listen, no if you talk, there's a lot of people that talk about Ice Cube in the same light. They're like, he wasn't gangster. Like, in the neighborhood, he wasn't a gangster. He wasn't related to any fucking gang shit. But when it came to rapping... You just believe that shit because he was good. You know what I mean? And it showed in his a acting. Great cadence. Exactly. It's, you know, listen, it is what it is. Besides, do you really want your entertainers actually involved in fucking serious gang shit? Like, well, we used to, but now that Takashi's pulled away the uh, veil, I mean, I think when I was a kid, I. I mean, yeah, you wanted. In a, in a sick way, romanticize NWA was these thugs. And I, I mean, Easy was. But that's because you wanted it to be real. That's my point. It wasn't so much like you wouldn't want to meet those dudes. No, no, no. Well, I don't know. I, I, but like, I, you would have wanted to hang out with the Beastie Boys back then. But do you think you would have been able to hang out in a room with, I don't know, with NWA? Probably not. Probably not. I'll probably feel like a fish out of water. The uh, lighter pigment of my skin. Oh, you, look at me, fuck. Suge Knight doesn't seem like he was a great person. But, I mean, I, I think when uh, when I was in NBA, I was 14. 
you were seven. Were you listening to NWA when you were seven, or did you listen when we were like ten? No, no. But I remember like once the early '90s hit. Um, you know, older dudes on the block listen to tons of rap. That was my introduction to like Snoop and NWA and that stuff. Which is that summer was uh, all Doctor Feelgood and NWA, which is how solidified my like of rock and rap. Well, like Snoop and NWA don't have a connection for me. In um, that's weird. Well, just like I listen to NWA, <clears throat> it feels like way earlier than I listen to. S- well, Snoop yeah, because Snoop only later. came along in the Chronic, like '93, whereas NWA was around in like the '80s. But it's all Dre. Yeah, and I had no idea at the time. I mean, what I know now is when um, Destinificate came out and all Ice Cube's uh, America's KKK's Most Wanted. Yeah, like what was going on that he broke Behind up the scenes? Yeah, and for me, no it was, Vaseline I was like, and stuff. What happened to uh, NWA? But it was like. Well, NWA they're, they're, was still around, and they were doing, like, hate no, songs E-Z against was Ice Cube. Easy was dying. No, but there was a time when they were going back and yeah, forth, no Vaseline and songs yeah, about said, each yeah. other. Yeah. Because the because management ended up screwing it all up. Well, I think Easy may have been... CIA. Thank Here you. Here we go. Of course. Any, anyone who dies of AIDS has got to be CIA back then. <laughs> or maybe not dead. That's interesting. He's uh, pulling, pulling the strings up in the Easy, hills with um, Tupac. Epstein, Tupac, all just fucking chilling on Tretch, an island. Tretch from Naughty by Nature walked out of a DJ Vlad interview when he asked him, he was like, is Tupac still alive? And he was like, if Tupac was still alive, I wouldn't motherfucking tell nobody. You know what I mean? So just to keep that fucking bullshit alive. And he stormed out? He stormed out of a few. DJ Vlad is a piece of shit. I don't know who he is. He rubs me the wrong way. It's funny, though, because when we were growing up, the only person who was still alive was Elvis. I don't know if you remember that. But that was the big thing, that Elvis was still alive. I don't remember Elvis being alive. For years, years. Well, no. Elvis lives, whatever. Mm -hmm. It was just a a meme before memes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, of course. I I actually want to do the movie game with this because Joey talks about so so many movies, but Rambo, First Blood, the first one. I was too young. I don't like. I remember my dad. You know, it's amazing movie. Just amazing. I remember watching it and feeling like I was getting away with something. Well, it was so real. It was just so real. Uh, filmed in Port Hope, BC, Canadian. Wasn't connection. it directed by Stallone? No. Or written by well, Stallone? Another edition of the movie Rocky. game. Find That's out. Rocky. But I feel like he had something yeah. to do with Rambo. Rocky too. was Stallone calling look, his own shot. Look that up, man. Look We're not doing up. another movie. No, game no, no. Here. I just want him to look up. Who the director was and whatever the creds gotcha. for that movie. But Joey just loves movies, and I'm looking forward to see his performance in The Sopranos. Listening to him talk about Narcos, I'm telling you, if if you didn't watch Narcos Mexico, you have to watch it. I'm gonna do a really bad um, impersonation of Joey here, okay, yeah. but this was so good when he said, "Joe Rogan, it's not bad. <laughs> I'm the guy who break into your house. That's pretty bad." Steal one ounce of coke and one shoe. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Just so you wonder, where the fuck is my shoe? <laughs> we sitting there months later going, where the fuck did that shoe go? How did I lose one shoe? <laughs> I wish I'd known that was how That is such key. gold. Those are the moments of gold for Joey. You know, the just, he's not even thinking about it. He just says something that's so hilarious. Uh, I don't know. He's a Good shit, man. He, was, he did not direct it. He was involved in the screenplay. But it's so weird when he's talking about narco. Like, I was like, of course, Joey. I love narco and narco. And the praise he gave the actor 
Yeah, Mora. He, but he couldn't remember his name. But he's yeah. like, this guy's going to kill everybody, Joe. People are fucking saying he's a shit actor because his Spanish is garbage. Fuck you. This guy's an incredible actor. But it's such a weird thing how we love these drug dealer things. Even though they're the worst people. You just suspend your, your morality and just you're like a fly on the wall. Like it, It's just so weird how... I don't think you like suspend your morality. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to watch this because I don't want to. I, I guess you're not really supporting drug dealers. And they all end up dying in the end. But, I mean, I love those series as much as Joey did. I was there right with him. If you'll humor me for a sec, um, I'd just like to say first, that you know I love Joe. Okay? I can't wait to hear this. I love Joe. Okay. I'm all about Joe. Oh, my God. This is a fucking compliment sandwich here. But I feel like because we do this stupid fucking podcast, I have a responsibility Mm -hmm. to bring some things to light, you know? Okay. What the fuck is going on with Brian Callen? Oh, did you hear what Joey said? Yes. He He referred to him as that other guy. Brendan and that other guy. Okay, so just hold on. I have you don't that. don't remember that? I have that. saying I told you not to go, Joe. It's like, well, you didn't tell me not to go. And then and then Brendan and that other guy went and I was like, whoa. But hear me out. I heard him say that on his podcast like a week ago too. So it didn't, it, it wasn't as shocking for me. But go ahead. I just, I think, this is what I think, okay? I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I'm certain that Joe mm-hmm. tells every guest who comes in. We're not talking about Brian. Well, what do you don't wa- mention Brian? Yeah, I, I totally think that's because what it his is. name does not get mentioned. And the closest we got in four episodes to mentioning the name Brian Callen, I'm not even talking about talking about the situation. Just in passing the name was that guy. But what do you want? Like what? what like just perfect case scenario. He goes, I stand by. Brian told me he didn't do it. I stand by him. I don't want to talk about it because he's going through his stuff and then we're going to leave it at that. I think he had to, I think he has to say something. I don't think he but has why? to stand up for it. Well, no, I'm just curious. Like if you, so if you get accused of rape, do I have to make a statement? If from the podcast? Well, that's different. We're on a podcast together, but if we're not on a podcast together, you have your own podcast and I have my own podcast. If you get accused of rape, do I have to make a statement because we're friends? I... <laughs> You don't have to do anything. I would have expected that Joe would have broached the subject in some regard. He didn't say anything about Dalia. He didn't say anything about Dalia either. I find this all peculiar. I find it a little bit peculiar because Joe has always said that he's my best friend. It like he is. This isn't some other comedian. This is his guy. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to say it. I don't think he has to come out and even support Brian at this point. Then there's no point. Because if he doesn't support him, then we, he has back uh, quarter uh, armchair quarterbacks like us saying reading into what that means. Because if he does support Brian, and then Brian ends up going to jail for ten years for rape, then he looks like a real piece of shit. What if he? How just, about this too? What if he just mentions it like it exists, and doesn't support or not support anyone, but just the the fact that we're ignoring it completely, and we're having to like. Guys are having to say that guy. I, I don't know, man. It took him weeks to address Ari Shafir. Can we remember too that no, Joe is? Can we can we remember that Joe is so close to Brian that there's potential that a he could say something on his podcast that could be used against Brian in a court case, and that he should just be fucking as tight lipped as possible. 
because that's super. He has one of the biggest platforms in the world. Everyone listens. That's super important. Again, I just, yes, all of those things are true, possible. I would have thought that Joe would have at least said, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm aware of the situation, but I'm not going to talk about it. But hold on. I think, I think, but hear me out. Total radio silence. But by not talking about it, you'd have to be an idiot to assume he is not aware of the situation, right? So by not talking about it, he's saying, without saying it, I'm not talking about this. I don't know, and until I know for sure, Brian's obviously not coming on the show. He's certainly not moving to Texas. Oh, is he I'm, not I, now? I, is I'm, that? I'm sure he still is. He's a sheep. He'll follow Joe everywhere he goes. That's I mean, I, I mean, no, it's just... Because Brendan's having second thoughts now. Well... I mean, you said that last week, but is he? Well, that's what he said. What's interesting, just sidebar, um, Crowder is has been re-monetized on YouTube and he had Brian on like yesterday and asked him unequivocally, did you do it? And Brian said, no. I said, okay, that's all I have to know. <coughs> so I feel a vote of confidence to Brian because if I had just my channel re-monetized, I would not have him on if I thought it was a risk of doing something wrong. But he had him on. I totally disagree with that. First of all, no one's going to get accused of rape and come out and be like, yep. Right? We can all agree on that. I guess, especially if you if you assume that there could potentially be a criminal case coming up. I guess you could just not bother going on any shows, though. Like, don't put yourself out there. To that would be the Listen, other way to handle it. Okay, but we learned from Lance Armstrong that some people are just built to lean into it extra hard and deny till they die, ten times harder. And then when the truth comes out, just be like, "Ah, you got me." You know what I mean? It. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know enough details. I don't know Brian personally. I don't want to comment on it until it's done and done. Because, I don't know. I just think it's unfair. I think it's unfair to be the judge, jury, and executioner from where, from where we're sitting. I 1,000% agree. I said that from the very first yeah. thing that happened. That's not what this is about. No, of course not. It's not even about Brian. This is about why has Joe not. But again, I think from, my, from where I'm sitting, it's very simple. It's his, like you said, they're so tight. And I think Joe has a huge empire that he's trying to protect. And in, in doing that, it's just best to not mention it. Why well, bother? But it stood out when uh, Joey said that other guy. Yeah. But you got to at least agree that he's made it clear that nobody should talk about it. Sure. But I, I think... nobody's going to ask him... Because somebody would have asked him by this point. Listen, if you listen to the church of what's happening, um, Joey says often, and I mean often... Brendan or that other guy or Brian and that other guy. I think it's just a running joke that he has where like he's friends. Okay. Oh. I feel like this was an omission. That that may be possible. That one may have been a one-off, but three, four episodes all week. There was, I have numerous um, points where I was like, oh, that's where they should have talked about Brian. Oh, this was a bit of a perfect opportunity to talk about Brian. Again, too so, big a platform. Like yeah. Shulls had no problem talking about it and... Obviously, if you join their Patreon, I'm sure maybe Brian says, I asked Joe not to talk about it or whatever. Addresses that. There you go. Maybe that's a good push for their Patreon. Like, think about it. You give us five bucks and you'll get to hear Brian talk about his potential rape charge. And then, boom, 5,000 people sign up. Did you guys notice when they were talking about electric bikes? And uh, Joe, Joe thinks the worst things are going to happen, eh? You hit a curb and rack around a tree, you're dead. Two people just died. And... Uh, 
well, you know, accidents are going to happen, but uh, Jamie blurted out, keep your eyes open. Yes, I have that written down. Yeah. That was, a high, that was a highlight of this podcast for me. Oh, can someone go back and give me the exact time? The timestamp of that? Yeah, I'm going to need that. Um, Not now, but at some point no, this but week. There's I'm a guy need- on YouTube called Timestamp Guy that timestamps every single point of each podcast, and I'm sure of he'll have our it podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not that no. important yet. We're not oh, of yet. Joe's podcast. Fuck Got you. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, agreed. It'll it'll be like a twenty two twenty two electric bike discussion. So it'll yeah, be yeah in there. okay. How okay. about that Johnny Russo kid who fucked Marilyn Monroe when he was fifteen years? So again, old? DJ Vlad interviewed that guy. They have him talking about it. That's crazy. And yeah. I, I've got to agree that I was, I thought Joe was gross. Joe went so hard there, eh? I think was Brian he joking, was, but was he joking or was he being serious? He was sort of talking about the double standard and like, that'd be all right. But I, I like way to go for her. But I think she was drugged up and disgusting. Like Brian said, and they're like, get away from her. Like, well that too, but also his assessment, I agreed way more than I wonder, like, I don't know, man. I, of course, Marilyn Monroe, amazing, you know? But what if it's some teacher? Like, just, you guys don't have kids, but I'm putting myself in this. I'm sure you can put yourself in the position. Your son, like, gets fucked by some, like, way older girl, woman. And what if she's only, like, kind of hot, you know? <laughs> I don't think that would be the problem. I think the problem would be is if the kid either really fell in love with her but it was a one-time thing and that could be the effect of like his heartbreak like there could be so much like it could be detrimental to the development and you know people who always have sex when they're 13 or 14 they're always fucked up like it's not they wear as a badge of honor when you're young but then they sometimes go up to have intimacy issue intimacy issues and stuff but i just felt joe was really callous and that she was completely abused and so hopped on the drugs and didn't know what she's doing. And he made it seem like she was empowered to sleep with this 15-year-old guy. Another. Uh, and they shut Brian down. Another victim of the CIA. It'll be there. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Well, a victim of Frank Sinatra and uh, John F. Kennedy. She, she, she was the honey trap. Buddy. Listen, going back to that, if your son comes up to you, if it's Marilyn Monroe, well, that's what I'm saying. I agree. So think about it like in this context, like in today's context. If, you're, if your son, 16 years old, comes up to you and is like, I was at a party last night. Scarlett Johansson was so fucked up. And I don't know what happened, but she ended up sucking my dick. First of all, you're going to be like, well, you're telling me. So high five. Love the communication. <laughs> but also, like, are you going to be... That's a tough one to be genuinely angry about. I mean, there's a part of you that's going to have to stop and be like, listen, you should never have sex with a drunk chick or a drugged up chick. You're asking to catch a rape charge. Terrible idea. Terrible. But on the other hand, how was it? Marilyn Monroe. I, I, get, what I'm, I, like, I get you there. I just... Again, though, if your daughter, if your 15-year-old daughter comes up and is like, I, fucked, I sucked James Franco's James dick Dean. last night, you're going to be like... I'm going to get, where's my gun? And how do I find James fucking Franco? Well, James Dean, that would be the equivalent to Marilyn Monroe, right? So, boom. No good. No bueno. I just think Joe romanticized it way too much. It was a lot uglier than that. I thought so, too. But keep in mind, in that day, like, you know, Jerry Lee Lewis was marrying his 13-year-old cousin, and, like, people were like, well, it's not that bad. Come on. Elvis. There you go. Elvis. Priscilla Presley was, like, what? 14. 14. Yeah, exactly. And, again, everyone was like, that's the king, baby. 
But but I said that, uh, and Jerry Lee Lewis, Great Balls of Fire. Was that the first one I said? That's the first Is one it? I said, well, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I was looking at a note. That's fine. Um, shit, I lost it. Forgot it. Uh, oh, yeah, those scooters. People are going to get hurt on those scooters, man. I'm watching them. I'm watching them veer into traffic. They're idiots. They're all drunk and stupid. Hold on. I think, I mean, listen, I've seen a ton of people using them responsibly. I also saw a girl yesterday in high heels on one, and I was like, you don't look like you can walk properly in high heels, let alone... People are going to get hurt. Apparently, it, once you get the app, if you message them, they'll send you a free helmet because they do want to encourage safe riding, but people are going to be people. I, I I don't know. I think bikes are just dangerous, but someone's going to get run over on a scooter, and maybe that'll be a big change. Well, it it's will, inevitably it will be. Happen. It's kind of like the Airbnb, right? Like everything was hunky-dory until... Somebody got shot at a fucking house party and then yeah, but they Kamar, started a, a putting laws into effect. But Kamar brings up a good point. Like, we're, we're so quick nowadays to just be like, someone died, we have to ban it. Like, bikes, it's a good example. So many people die on bikes, but they're everywhere and we, and we just accept it as like, well, that's how it... No, they have to wear a helmet. That's... You don't have to wear a helmet. I'm saying they should have to wear a helmet to ride those scooters. You should Okay, but you don't to have to wear a helmet when, when you ride a bike. You should also have to wear a helmet but you when don't you ride have away. to. There is a bylaw that says you have to wear a helmet when no, you ride No, there is away. not. I'm pretty sure they can give you if a... If you're under 16, if yes. If you're under 16, yes. But you see what I'm saying? So as an adult, you have the choice to say, fuck it, I'll ride this bike however I want. Now, again, if you're drunk and you're riding a bike, technically you can get a, do a Dewey. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't see... I mean, it's like a mask thing, right? If you just make it the law, then everybody will wear the helmet. I get it, but what I'm saying, Simon, is like, to Kamar's point, we've had bikes. People die on bikes all the time. They're not going away. We're not trying to ban bikes. It's a weird reaction to just say, someone died on a scooter. We can't have them anymore. They're a danger to society. We can't just, like Joe talks about all the time, we're nerfing everything. Why? I feel like... I want the idiots on scooters to die. You know the bikes Natural selection. that you can rent? Not these electric the scooters. blue ones. Actual bikes. Yeah. I do believe you have to wear a helmet when you ride those. I don't think so. No. And uh, the saving grace is that all these scooters are going to be shut down in mid-November or whatever for four months. So that'll... Well, I they put skis on them at that point. They're little... Okay, like, well, uh, keep in mind, definitely want to wear helmets. Auto was a test, a test run anyway. I, th I think they banned them in Montreal. They, they don't did, want them. yeah. Uh, I did a joke that if you get a ticket for O-Train, you get 10 minutes on the scooter. Uh, you get a better chance to get there. For those who don't know, we have a O-Train... Uh, it was a three billion dollar project. The world's worst light rail does not Ottawa. work in the when it's too cold and does not work when it's too hot, and that's all Ottawa is. <laughs> Thank you, City Council. Oh, the yeah, thanks. Whatever, fuck. Monorail. Mono they're, means they're one. Still trying rail to means fix rail. That fucking thing. I don't even think it's running right now. No, it's it, it's a it's a boondoggle. Anyways, the other shitty thing that happened this week was I found a male. In my plants. Oh! Which, and they were Joe, all we together. Narcos. They're all fucked. I'm surprised Joe knows so little about growing weed. Yeah, it's really shocking. In, in his time coming up, that they had that discussion about the males and impregnating or being around female plants. and Maybe just didn't remember. I forget all the time. But did, no, I don't. did you catch your male in time, do you no, think? No, no, no. no. They're no all way. fucked. Oh, uh, you got a hermaphrodite? Well, I will end up with her mouth. You don't want to. You don't want to gender your plants, though. It's twenty twenty. No, we don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's definitely opening a club in Texas. Um, you know when they were talking about Motion Plus, 
on the TV. Yeah. I think that's what you have. Yeah, Jared, on yours. Jared and I spoke about it last that's night. That's all that fucks me up. Jared and I spoke about it last night before you showed up. So maybe you need to turn that off. But is that no, only because a Samsung? No, there's a lot of TVs have it. First of all, once the second once you're used to it, you're used to it forever on every TV. It doesn't take long to get used to. I've either. watched TV all a ton of times at your house. It always fucks me up. So maybe you should just turn it off. Nope. That was the only reason Brian was on the show. He's like, I to can't explain believe, that. Yeah, I can't believe you guys still have motion action on your TV or whatever it's called. It's like the third last episode of the studio. If I was still doing this, this wouldn't have happened. I thought it was hilarious when uh, Joe went on his rant about Trump and fracking. Like, he doesn't know anything about fracking. Do you think about fracking, fracking? And then he goes, actually, Jamie, I don't know anything about fracking. Look it up. I agreed with him, though. With the, the you don't want uh, your, your toilet lighting on fire if you light a match because of stinky shit. Yeah. But here's my problem with Trump is I feel like Obama or any other president, even conservative or Democrat, in the past would have been like, can someone at least give me a three-hour briefing on what fracking is? And I need to know all the details. Whereas Trump would be like, I, just someone else figure it out. I heard someone uh, this week just reiterate what a bad decision it was to go into Libya. So I just don't think uh, any of these guys look at all the issues in it. They just cannot because they had the foresight to see what was going to happen in Libya. I doubt they would have done that. So um, that's fine. You just keep defending them. I must. Moving off that, uh, I'm pretty much done with what I had. It's good. The, we got to move on anyway. Perfect. So the only, I'll leave you with this because this sums up Joey Diaz and I guess whatever Brian Redman. Um, he said, you know, when COVID started, I've, I'll do it. No, I'm not going to do it. When COVID started, he called up the guy he kidnapped just to make sure he was doing okay. Yeah. You can't cancel Joey Diaz, dog. Let's leave it at that. I, I thought it was a really enlightening when he also uh, revealed that he had stolen the essence of the guy from Leonard Skinnerd, and that's all he's doing on a stage. That that yeah, but strut that, on that resonated with me so hard because I was like, I think everyone, almost from the beginning of time, is just impersonating someone. Of course, else. you must. Like if you listen to you listen to any white rock musician, they're like my whole stage presence I stole from James Brown, and then if you go past them, they're like, oh, I stole mine from Mick Jagger, who stole his from you know what I mean. So it, you got stealing influence, whatever. You, we have if you don't see it, you can't be it. Every once in a while, you'll run into the true, true, true type of genius that revolutionizes something so totally. Like their sound is so different. Sure, but their that's like art a, is so different. It's generational. It's like one or it's, two. Uh, most geniuses are like you said; they borrow from other people a little bit, and that's how they get. But. That's neat when you do see that, you know, just that one. But even then, when you see that one and you ask them, they'll be like, oh, well, my, you know what I mean? Everyone has an influence. Like when you ask that genius, they'll still say, it might not seem to you like you'll be like, where did that, you know what I mean? Like you could look at a comedian and be like, oh, you're revolutionary. And they'll be like, oh, because I grew up listening to Hicks and Prior. But you'll be like, but I don't see Hicks and Prior in your act. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Like. It's probably those what people who actually are, are, they're probably so far on the spectrum that they're not even able to tell you know. what it's all about. I think everyone's influenced by someone. And, and sometimes it'd be like, you don't even know that it was that influence. You'd assume it was influenced. Like I wonder, Trent Reznor, I would think he's like sort of a contemporary artist that's very 
original, like Nine Inch Nails, but I'm sure. But again, I bet if David you Bowie asked, or I was something, just like, going to say, if you asked Trent Reznor, I bet he'd be like, oh, my fucking five influences were, you know. And I bet some of them you'd be like, wow, really, that one? Like, he might even be like, oh, Little Richard for sure. I think you would have to look to like, again, and I'm not a music guy, so I don't know the example here, but you got to look from like the break from classical music into like, I don't know, jazz or whatever, you know, that thing that just, they're nothing the same at all. But even then, you could say that about anyone that starts a genre. Yeah, I guess. So the people who start a genre, those are the true You know what I mean? Because Revolutionaries. Like, but even then, like the person that started rap, you know what I mean? Like they had all their influences were like Motown and James Brown and right. you know what I mean? So yeah, it still yeah, yeah. comes from something else in a way. You're just kind of creating your own lane from the, I don't know. It's a and what's crazy is someone today is being influenced by Takashi 69. Oh God, And we're going to no. see that 10 years from God, now. God, no. It's inevitable. They're learning to be a rat who works for the CIA. Go figure. But if you work for the CIA, then you were never a rat to be, weren't you? It's a crazy that's a weird paradox, isn't they're it? They're running on this one, and one day, Matt, they'll make a podcast about it, and we'll learn the truth. Okay, but I don't enough. know how it works. It's like they've put him in prison, and then released him so that it seems fishy. So that we're like, no, that can't possibly be the case. It's like six D chess, you know. Winds a change. Winds a change. <laughs> um, can you rate it, Simon? Uh, yes, I will give this episode a shit a three and a half, uh, 3.25. I'll go three and a half. Come on. I give it a four. My only qualm is that I think Brian deserved his own episode. I was going to say Brian wasn't, uh, very like terribly disruptive this episode. Well, good luck getting a word in edgewise with Joey Diaz. At the no, that's, that's very true. Good well, point. and he didn't even try to interrupt. Joey except for the, just... except for the, having the, uh, the motion option on the TV. Hmm. He piped up for that. I thought one. Joey might've been in the bathroom. And I sided with, uh, <laughs> I sided with Brian on the, uh, Marilyn Monroe discussion. But, uh, so Joey's moving to New Jersey, ending his podcast. It's, it's crazy. Oh yeah. We forgot to mention that, that he's just It's crazy stopping. though that he's ending his podcast. Yeah. That's what I said. Well, no, but I said it's chemistry. Like he's not bringing Lee to New Jersey. Yeah, but Lee was going to leave anyway, wasn't he? Wasn't and that? is Lee that important to the show that he couldn't get another comedian? I to think fill for in Joey, he's like a field guy and he's like, that's his guy. I'm, I, I'm sure a month later he, cause he said he wanted to leave on top just like this, not string together. That's what he said on his podcast. And I, I didn't notice when he said he wanted to be protected by the... But, oh, yeah, that's what the, I told um, Kamar. I mafia, know, he but did. it's possible. He said he wanted to move to New Jersey because I need the protection, dog. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing they talked about this. America is coming undone. It is. Compared and to... We'll want, get to that. He wants to be protected by the mob. He knows guys who are mobbed up in Jersey, and uh, he wants to be around guys he, he knows will take care of him. But he did more episodes take with care him. <laughs> <laughs> I shifted halfway through oh, the I word saw. There. He did good. more episodes with Lee Syad than with guests. You listen to a lot of the church, eh? I listen to a lot of the church, Often he does, it's just him and Lee. And I don't think he's a, he's a you know, he's an old dog. Uh, new tricks is hard to learn. He doesn't want to just start a podcast with new chemistry with a new producer. Dude, there must he can't be do it by himself. Somebody in Jersey or New York, you know, who would be like so excited. Eight hundred episodes. Listen, listen, listen. You're just discounting it. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I but don't I think. Listen hold on. It, so I, I don't think know. what you're doing though, you're both forgetting that. Like, yeah, he started this thing. He's also the kind of guy where he's going to get there. There's not going to be much stand up, 
and he's not going to have this thing that's been in his life, this normal thing, he'll probably after a couple months be like, fuck this. I'm getting back. That's on. what I said. I said, I think he'll, yeah, he'll for sure. He'll find another lane. I just think I'm with Kamar where he'll be like, this was this thing called the church of what's happening. I did it with Lee in LA and now I'm in Jersey. It's a different fucking time. He's just not the type of guy like, okay, Lee, you're out of here. I'm going to find a new producer. Pick, like he's not. Yeah, no, I just thought Lee guy. was leaving. Like if he wanted to, he would move well, to Lee. Jersey with him. Like Joe moved to. Let's uh, keep in mind too. Uh, I have Jamie's a feeling. moving with Joe. I have a feeling Joey's the type of guy too, who knows absolutely zero about how his podcast works. Yeah. Like he probably couldn't set up a mic. Oh, like no, if there's an issue. I agree. It's someone else's, you know what I mean? Like it would he, be like me trying to run. No, I bet. Out. No, no. I bet you could figure out like with enough Googling and YouTube, it might take you some hours, but you'd get there. Whereas Joey would just be like, dog, I'm not even going to fucking try this shit. But that's why I just thought he would have like, he must know a bunch of comedians who work in, you know, one of them knows how to do fucking shit. And sure. I just think in LA, they're a dime a dozen. You I could throw a rock on the street and have a, and hit a podcast and, producer. And you know Jamie Vernon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. All right, let's move on. Okay, so who's next? It was Ron Funches. Oh, Funches of Funches. What too a soon, gentle man. But too soon, right? I uh, no, no. Okay. I, I found this one inspiring and um, uplifting. And uh, at the very end, it, we revealed why uh, Ron Funches is so content. Why? Because he's like. You can tell his ex was like, you're never going to make it big in comedy. She's never been a niece. I'm not going to raise an autistic child. He's like, okay, fine. If you want to leave, you can leave. And now he's like, I think she knows she done fucked up. No, that was that was the best line of the whole podcast. Schadenfreude. I don't think you've ever, I don't think she's ever been a niece. Exactly. Because he'd been a niece. I mean, he's just, he's just a pleasant guy. And I just like, He's not a, his ego is. Seems like someone that deserves every ounce of success that he's found. And if it makes guys feel better, he has only like um, 47 more patrons than we do. That No, that makes me actually feel terrible. It is too soon though. I agree with you. I love Ron Funches. Really nice guy. But like, it feels like he was just on. I, I'm Yes, I, I'll still say like, I'm with Kamar. This was uplifting. It felt like he had... There wasn't like a struggle for things to talk about. Like it seems like he's really getting himself together. He's you yeah. Know. No, I like him. He's a I like him. But again, okay, it seems so fresh that he told a couple of the same stories. Like what I think it is though for Joe, and he said it over and over again. The thing he misses most about not doing comedy is hanging out with comics. And this is, whether it be selfish or not, he's hanging out with comics, catching up with people he may not see for years. I mean, obviously he. Everyone who's come through so far, open invitation, come out to Texas, we'll hook you up and stuff. But um, it was very stand-up oriented. Like they talked about jealousy and just the industry and stuff. Yeah, and I can yeah. see how that could be sort of snoozy. Obviously for me, I find it interesting. And the one thing he talked about is how when he writes jokes, he writes about what he loves, what he hates, and he fears. Mm -hmm. But then when he recited, he said, you know, I look at what I love, what pisses me off, and what I hate. And I find that interesting, that fear turns into anger like we get mad at things that we he didn't say i'm what i'm afraid of you know what i mean i yes i hear what you're saying i think it doesn't even matter what three emotions you put in there it's a device to help you write so yeah but i think those three are the three most common that everyone relates to so when you bring up a premise and he, he was very uh adamant about not having false premises if you have a false premise 
Like, okay, whatever. I don't even buy into that premise, but I think that's an excellent thing for writers to look at something from the three sides. I mean, it seems obvious to me, though, because you write from the same place, whether it's love or hate. They come from the same place. Love, hate, and fear. Well, fear is a different one, but you write, the same passion comes from love and hate. Like, when you hate something, you're equally as passionate as when you love something. And I just think it would be way easier for me to write about something I'm angry about than something I'm scared about. Yeah. Especially if I'm trying to make it funny. But if you're, so if you're going off on the negative and you sort of see the, the crowd, you're losing it, then you flip it and you have the love. I mean, look at Bill Burr. When he does a bit, he does both sides of it. You may not notice it like it's mental jujitsu, but uh, you, you, you can't just do one side of a joke. If you really want to be flushed out, and funny for everyone in the audience go, oh, undeniable, yeah. That's so true, like, would you say like that? <clears throat> and that's one last thing we said, that they said in the Joey Diaz episode, is everyone wants to know what Bill Burr's take is on this. Or any good comedian, you know what I mean? Yeah, he- COVID. Be, uh, the, yeah, but Bill's, Bill and Bert are still doing their podcast. You can find oh, out what Bill has to say. No, I mean the stand-up. Like, I get it, yeah. Like Joey said, sorry, we're, we're reading back into it, but he's never doing his old jokes again. And I mean, when I did stand up, I did my old jokes, but I realized what he's saying. Like, that's a different time. This is a new time. Like, you should be, if you're really accomplished, you'd be talking about your new experiences in COVID and everything you're going through, the lockdown, the masks, the people. And I just thought Ron Funches was really able to articulate how he writes. I saw Bert doing his drive-in, drive-in thing. Yeah. They're just fucking like all over the place, man. They got to do something. But the place he's today mm-hmm. that they were showing on his Instagram story is the craziest drive-in ever, man. It's like tiered levels. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's so like, cool. Like, like, like a one, driving range yeah, where like they put you on top ranges? of each other and shit? Or is it like, like more like a stadium where it's... It's like a stadium and there's like nine tiers hmm. For cars, it's so cool. cool. But are they on like a lazy Susan turntable, or do you drive in diagonally? I don't know how that works. You must drive in like this, or yeah, yeah. There's just plenty of room, I guess. Or maybe that's not even so steep that you can like. Well, no, because look at each level can just have enough room where every car can drive in. I'm gonna show you the picture. It's fine. I already figured it out. It's good. I know. Yeah, he's uh, he. I I don't know if he's just desperate to perform or desperate to keep his uh, overhead. Like, uh, does he have a lot of bills to yeah, pay? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, this seemed... I, I don't know. I don't want to Why? I think we've heard, we've heard every comedian come on say they miss every ounce of work, and he's found a way to continue working. So yeah, I don't, it's pretty brilliant, actually. The guy's like a fucking genius. Yeah, I mean, I assume he has a decent <laughs> amount of overhead. Rich people tend to have more well, overhead than we do. But I'm just saying, I think in general... I don't think any of them are hurting. No, you know? and, and I think what he's doing, like, really, look at where we are, man. Everybody should be doing whatever the fuck they can, be as creative as he can. Yeah. You know? It's just not, it's not stand-up. It's, it, like, that, that's a, it's a new thing they've discovered. That's fine, but, I mean, they're Hold, trying to... Sorry, go ahead, no, Manny. That's it. I was going to say, look, they're at a drive-in, okay? So this place, they're all in their cars. They're on a stage. They're shooting it out on the TVs. When you go see Joe Rogan and it's 18,000 people, if you're in the back, you're watching the TV. You I don't do think, not I, see I, I don't Rogan. think I stand up either. Like okay, okay, fair stuff. enough, fair enough, I agree. But it, that's a, that's it's a the level same of success. Thing. Well, hold on. I'll at least say this, Simon. When you're in the stadium, although you're in the back, 
you can still hear the roar of the crowd, the people around you at least laughing. Like in a car, you know, let's say it's just me and Mary. It's kind of like watching it at home on Netflix, whereas I only get her laughter and my laughter. And I find laughter, personally, for me, laughter is almost the most contagious thing in the world. Like I find someone else laughing really hard almost to be the funniest thing in the world. Well, it is. And it's important to let you know sometimes when it's the right yeah. time to laugh, you know? But I'm telling you, like what... I watch your mom's house and watching Tom Segura watch someone get hurt might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Or his mom fart. But if you're that yep. social distanced, yeah, right? Like if you're car lengths away from each other mm -hmm. or two car lengths away from each other, whatever it is, why can't they just let everybody like sit? If there's four people in the car, you can sit on the trunk of the car. Because then you, you have know? your chain smokers thing with Post Malone. Well, then everyone's out of the car. Next right. thing you know, yeah, everyone's going to the next much. car. And, yeah, I wouldn't well, be, that was my... Sorry, go ahead. Come on. I, I was just going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if once stand-up clubs return, if they ever do, let's say they do, that this continues on, that Bert continues doing these drive-in shows. Do you look at it at all like a... Um, maybe he shouldn't be doing this? Just bringing other people out together, is that just a bad idea, period? I think I think it's a good idea, getting people to do stuff, get out of your house, like, so that's a good thing. There may be risks, but what's interesting is uh, a club in Ottawa did the exact same thing, but they've stopped doing that. They did it once or twice. The drive-in? Yeah, uh -huh. drive-in comedy shows. So, I, I mean, apparently it was successful, but I don't know why they stopped. Well, they're running drive-in movies now, yep. I know that. My wife was trying to drag me out to it. I was like trying to get the logistics of it. I'm like, so we're in our car. The windows are rolled up. Do we have the car running? Like, are we running the AC? Well, you have to have some. Yeah, that's I, interesting. So that's a lot of cars running AC just sitting. Well, there not the AC, another. but you put it. You need the radio on at least because that's well, no, how you but get isn't the fucking. Isn't it going to be so hot in there? Or kill the battery of your car was. Let's put the, the windows AC. down, and then when you. But then all the bugs come in. Then halfway through the movie, you got to go take a piss and stand in line at a porta potty, and like you're going to go on a porta potty. I don't know. I would just hold it in. I mean, it's all interesting, and there's lots of people. I don't respect the Zoom show, but the drive-in show is. It's a different medium. So I had a crazy moment of clarity in this podcast, okay? Um, Joe was talking about L.A. and how terrible it was and how he was leaving. He was like, you know, I come to work and there's all the homeless people and I'm afraid of what's going to happen and he's afraid there are going to be riots and all of this shit, whatever. Well, there are riots. Yeah, I know, and Joe's afraid of it. He doesn't feel good there. And I was thinking to myself, you know, him leaving L.A., just kind of like, no, I'm gone, all of a sudden, is the equivalent of him pulling up his hoodie yep. at the... Hey, 100%. That's I could I could help. I could stay here Backwards and help. Backwards for the performing arts. I have the power to help. Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't even looking at it so much okay. that way. Well, that's how I look at it. That's interesting too, but just like... I see it's getting bad. Uh, Joe's good at reading the forest through the trees and hood I'm, up. I'm filthy rich. Hood I don't up, like gone. where my tax money's going. Well, I could help, that, but I don't want to help. Many times the Sorry, taxes are going to go up. The story I was talking about just for everybody else out there is the one where Joe is working at the... Backwood Center for the Performing Arts for Neil Young. For Neil Young, thank you. And he sees the people starting to burn shit and fight and riot and he pulls up his hoodie and... 
Never but goes again, back for his paycheck. Again, we've always asked this question. We've always asked this question. Do you think it was really that bad? Or was he just like... Well, I can't think it'd be that bad at a Neil Young well, is That's L- what I'm saying. Is, so then again, is it like, is LA really that bad? Or is this just a rich guy in his Tesla driving to work who doesn't like seeing homeless people? No, well, I think there are riots. I, I agree. I, I and I think a it's a little bit of both. But I think just he's been talking about the city's gone to shit. Listen. And when he, the way he was talking about like Venice and just these places that characteristically are really cool the one thing i thought was a possibility is we'll be seeing in the next couple of weeks um the wildfires will return to la because it's been a really dry season and last year his house almost burnt down so i was thinking that would be another reason why i left but he's he didn't sell his house as uh, we learned so i wonder i was thinking that helped get away from the wildfires get away from the street fires get away from all the fires i just i he needed to catch his his head. I understand what you're saying. I don't honestly see what he could see to help out besides donate money. Like he's not a well, like a Sean Penny, you know, pull up his boat in Haiti. No, but I mean, again, we talk Island. about how he has this huge platform. Like maybe instead of complaining about the homeless, like maybe get a bunch of advocates on. He talks about the fucking how the governor is such a piece of shit. And he's useless. Have him on your podcast. Maybe learn about why these issues. Yeah. I don't think he needs to help L.A. I don't think he has to do that. Let Listen, him go live wherever the fuck he wants. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do anything. I'm just saying. It seems to me, and I can see how other people can see it. It seems to me maybe like a rich guy complaining about the problems of poor people being around him and how he doesn't want to have to deal with them. So he's going to move to a compound in Texas where he doesn't have to see it anymore. Okay. The the sure. I see where you're coming from. That's not what I was saying though. I was saying. It was like him just seeing things sure. were getting bad, pulling up his hoodie and leaving. I also waiting for the bread to rise. I also want to say too. You got it. I also want to say too. I don't necessarily agree with the statement I just made. I'm not. I don't think he's. Well, no. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I don't think Joe is. Dude, some, run for politics. Well, no. <laughs> run for politics. Whatever. Fuck. I want to say I categorically possibly do not agree with what I just said. Well, no. Uh, that I'm, being said, vote for me. Listen, well, I've I seen. Possibly. I possibly. Well, no, don't I'm throwing it out there. Simon said it, <laughs> and then I thought ass, about it, but I'm. I don't think Joe is just some callous guy no. who doesn't care about the homeless or doesn't care about poor people. That's not it. I'm just saying at face value, when you hear him talk like that, I can see why people would say that. And I sometimes I'm like, it comes off as very callous. It's It seems to me like a guy who just signed a huge fucking deal being like, I don't want to see homeless people. I, but I genuinely don't think he thinks that way. I get that. But it's sort of like how you shit on Vanya and you just become desensitized to where you live and just like, Whoa. I no, re- sucks. I really believe with Joe, it's more like a fear thing, and he also sees that the people running the uh, show are not going to help the situation. And maybe he wants to get his daughter away from her group of friends that are all changing gender. <laughs> so he's moving Jesus, to Texas. Wow, that's real deep. Or not. Um, so that woman who does the Trump impersonations is getting a Netflix. So that is the worst. That was going to be in the post show, but like I'm it's, sorry. it's they no, about of course, of course it did. They talked about uh, as I was doing my post show, almost everything got eliminated from this <laughs> week's episode. We'll see what we have to do. But yeah, she's just lip syncing Trump, and now she's got a Netflix special. It's uh, sorry, Matt. You like her? I don't even know who the fuck she is. Oh. No, I. Wait, you thought I was about to defend this I person? I thought you, you were going to no. defend her, yeah. I don't know who now, she is. Uh, the article I said, it's going to be skits. So it's not going to be stand-up per se. Oh, it's not just her reading Well, it. I don't even know which the fuck she would do. Like, just well, lip-sync Trump on stage and people laugh. Like, it's, But let me say this. We already... they they. She's a writer. She wrote a book. 
So she obviously has some talent in writing. But well, hold but, on, hear me out. Look her up before you say she they, has some talent. Well, they said that. They were like, Jamie, pull her up. And Jamie was like, she's written a book. All I was going to say is this, Kamar. You can't shit on someone for getting a deal until you see the product. No, I understand. Sure. I understand. She's got enough followers. It works for Netflix. You got those followers. We're going to give you a special. We get all those followers. That makes sense to me. But like... It's just not com. It's not stand-up comedy. She hasn't been doing it for fourteen years, ten years. Like this lip sync is just. I think it's gonna be very bad. Well, let's see. I, and I, I don't think she's talented. But I found out about a bunch of comedians are like tweeting, like, "What the fuck?" And I can name twenty comedians that deserve a Netflix special before she does. Yeah, but we don't know that she's getting a Netflix special. She might be getting a Netflix show. She's getting oh, a show, whatever yeah. it is. But she said her tweet was, "Yes, I'm getting a Netflix special. Thanks for all your help." Maybe it is a special. We'll just have to see what happens. It's but gross. I'm, it's but gross. I'm, okay. Well, fair enough. Um, we only see it till it comes. Eh? I could be wrong and she could be amazing. Doubt it. Joe, again, supports. Like, he will not just let this one fucking go. Maisel, man. No, no. no he he said, last season. He yeah, he was it. like, season three lost me. Okay. He's, well, I'm just but, saying. But season one and two should have lost him. And here's the thing. He's like, I like watching the comedy, them talk about comedy. Hold on, but Simon. And then that other show that all his friends are on, they also talk about comedy a lot more than that would hit home I think, though, he's saying I find it believable for that period in time what the come up would be like. Simon, let me just put it this way. If you were like a, I don't know, if you were a crab fisherman, and ABC came out with a crab fisherman drama and you watched it and you didn't love it, but it was specifically about what you did. And there was no other show like it. I'm a crab fisherman. Yes, in this, uh, that's what I'm saying. So, nice. you know what I mean? It's one of those things where like the show might not be great. I want to be a lumberjack. Fine. Okay. So it's a lumberjack. It's a dramatic lumberjack show. And there are no other dramatic lumberjack shows on television. So you yeah. might not love it, but it's so up your wheelhouse that you kind of get... Like, then, how many bad shows are you caught up in? A million. But then, <laughs> but then there's that other show that's almost exactly about the store that all his friends are in that he has not wants nothing to do with, never talks about. Here, hold on. I'm pressing a button here. I'm putting. I'm pressing a button. Sure. And tin you're probably foil, right. Tinfoil hats are lowering. This well, no. Is, you can also say new. maybe it's because it's a period piece. So it's a it's the it's about the, be- the like other he said, one's a period piece too. No, but this is about the beginning. <laughs> too close to home. Too close to home. Lower okay. lower the hats. Lower the hats. Joe is a silent producer of Maisel. No. Yeah, that's such a conspiracy. That's <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking. What else we got for Ron? That's it. Oh, I, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, when they were talking about uh, having a manager. Yeah. How amazing is that if you have someone who cares so much about your talent that they want to work with you? To, if they can make a living off you, they'll contribute. Did he, they say that was James Franco's wife? I don't think James Franco no, was it was married. some. it was someone's wife or something. But, I mean, when they were talking with the Sarah Cooper and they were saying uh, Bobby Lee should get a Netflix special before she does, I don't think Bobby Lee can get a Netflix special or any special because I think he'd get me too because he's done such creepy stuff in the past. He's such a freak. I thought that was funny. Uh, from this episode, I gleaned that the ultimate uh, measure of a man in a lifetime is to be, if you can be a good father. And that's the that's a, the toughest thing you can do as a man in your lifetime and raise a, a cool kid or a good person, for that matter. I think that's fair. 
And well, uh, I think that's unfair because I think there's a lot of good people that are good fathers that just happen to raise really pieces of shit. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but it was more bleeding over to how proud uh, last week um, Rob Lowe was of being a dad and like put on the side to get to the game. Yeah. Anything can happen, but striving to be a good dad is 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 the, the, the ultimate thing a man can do in his lifetime. Just withdrawing from that brain, scientists said, all we are here to do is born, uh, reproduce, and die. Like in layman's terms. And... Just the way you talked about having autistic son and caring. Being stuff. a shitty dad is like the worst thing you exactly. can do. Exactly. So oh, for I don't sure. know if you have to be like a Rob Lowe type of dad over the top. And obviously Ron Funches has had to like be super dad because his son is autistic and he was on his own. Um, but like being a deadbeat dad, that's the... But I was just going to say, I feel like you can be a decent dad and put in even minimal effort. Yeah, no, just normal you effort. You have to be present. Normal no, no. effort. Present, but I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, just being present. Normal effort. That's what I'm saying is just being present, Kamar. You can raise a decent kid. Like You don't have to be super dad. You don't have to build a fucking treehouse. You no, know what no, I mean? No, no, no. But, but that's what I'm saying is you can put in very minimal effort. And I agree with you that you can be a good dad instead of a bad person or a bad kid or whatever. Like There's no guarantees. But... If you're going to be a father, that should be your ultimate responsibility I, to be a good yeah. dad. Yeah, I agree with that. And then... Uh, That's why I ain't having one. I feel like Cleveland Brown was stolen from Ron Funches. I think someone met Ron Funches and then came up with the character. Cleveland from... Uh, from yeah, uh, Family Guy. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and, if you, and they're saying, if you can play the piano, you own the world. Which is so true, you know. If you're at a place and you can sit down at a piano and just start playing tunes yeah, and stuff. totally agree. Every, you're, you're the palm of everyone's hands. You know that so. place in Montreal, the big lookout, where they ha and they have the piano outside there? Whenever I see someone, like, just fucking... I, I'm always... You're enamored. Where, yeah. At Mount Royal? Yeah, at Mount Royal, they have a piano outside that just sits in that... Like, like at Tam Tam's there? No. No, Tam Tam is... No, no, I'm talking about way up, the lookout way, in Montreal, way up, gotcha, way up gotcha. there. There's a piano outside. Back to Funches for a second. Can you? This is all Funches. This is all Funches. Yeah, I know, but back to, sorry, to Cleveland. Can you look up when was, is that Family Guy? Family Guy is almost like 20 years old. Yeah, I think, I think. So they, Ron Funches stole his act from Cleveland. Oh, whoa, I just exposed something. Ron Funches stole his oh, the personality. Still, the hat's still on. That's who he is. It's not his act. Maybe chicken or the egg stole the voice. I'll, I'll Maybe look. his voice really like this, Matt. And all of a sudden he saw. He's like, "Hey, I like that a lot." I can listen to Ron. He's not the rapist. I don't know. Forever. Come on down here. Where's the paper boy? If you, if you can play the piano, you can own the world. Um, the hilar the comedian needs to suggest Sam J. She is hilarious. Okay, look it up. Like, and she's almost like you look it a up. black lesbian Carlin or Bill Hicks. Like just talk about the way things are, but is able to has a leeway. It's so funny. That sounded Dude, I've so been, wrong, eh? The <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Carlin lately. Preachy though, sort of preachy, not just uh, silly dick jokes. Top ten. Oh, he's only top ten, not the top. I don't know if I'd put him in top five. Well, probably maybe top five, but definitely without a doubt, hands down, top ten. Dead and or alive. I think that black women might be the funniest, like Miss Pat. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, I mean, she blew up, but if she had not become a movie star, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like they're really Haddish, funny. But I love Miss Pat. Love um, Miss and then Joe's shout out to Kimmy Schmidt falls short without giving credit to Jane Kurowski and Titus Burgess. Sorry, repeat. He always bigs up Kimmy Schmidt and yep. Tina Fey, but Jane Kurowski, 
the blonde in that. Jane Krasowski, yeah. Krasowski, thank you. She's amazing, and Titus Burgess is amazing, and he never gives him a, a mention. He talks about Tina Fey. He doesn't even give Kimmy that much credit. He never mentions he, her he name. He did in he this one. No, Ron Funches. Ron, Ron Funches, Funches actually yeah, was the one who was like, she's incredible. Yeah, yeah, no, Joe doesn't know her name, 100%. I don't even think Joe watches The Office. I would have to agree with that. I think so. But he did watch Kimmy Schmidt, and he, Titus Burgess is fucking hilarious in that show. That show is so funny. I thought I think so. It's a lot of seasons. It's a lot of seasons. Yeah. Eight. Or nine seasons. Too many seasons. But the first couple, hilarious. It's too many seasons. And then I think the real gem of this podcast was when uh, Joe asked him, like, what what made you the change? And he said he changed from a survive to a thrive mindset. So it was just a perspective thing. Like, you can decide you're a victim or you can decide you're the hero and then act accordingly based on that. But that change starts with you inside. And he also remarked that Successful people don't think things are not possible. And when you tell an uh, idea to a successful person, like, good. Or an uh, unsuccessful person, like, well, that'll never work for you. You know what I mean? And so it's all, uh, it's not all, but a lot of getting what you want, being successful is about your mindset, mindset and perspective. And I just thought this was a really super inspiring podcast. Was not looking forward to it either. Way to go, man. Yeah, buddy. You know what? I think from now on, maybe when the comedian is on, you should take the notes for that episode. Well, yeah, because I, I feel I don't feel you. I, I don't give a fuck you about hearing the same things you over check and out, over. Yeah, you check I'll out. I'll take care of everything else. The check scientists, out. the shit that matter. You can deal with Ron and, Funches. Uh, well, I think I'll be having a heavy workload for the next couple of weeks. Bunches the Funches. Okay, let's And don't get it. me wrong. I really like Ron Funches. I think he's a really stand-up guy. No pun intended. Or pun intended, rather. And Oh, he seems like a fucking 10 out of 10 human being. Really, really great guy, yeah. No, right away when you guys said it's too soon. He won't I get YouTube. I only meant that as in, like, I just, you know, there's... Listen, there's only a few comedians I would want on more than once a year. That's all. That's it. Who is his wife? Anybody have any idea? No, I looked it up. He doesn't want anyone to know. He's not even on Wikipedia. But she's from a small town in Canada. White. Doesn't know how hot she is. White? Is that what you said? I didn't say anything. I, I don't know why you did it I that way. I didn't say anything. Like, that's so subtle. Super weird. Do you want to rate it? Do you want to rate it there, fucking Hitler? Yeah, I'll give it. No, I can't. That doesn't work. Man. Okay. Um, I will rate this one a three and a half. I give it a four. Uh, yeah, sure. Three and a half. That's good with me. That's good with me. We have an agreement again. No, he said a four. Yeah, I he said, said a three four. And well, half. me and you had an agreement. Then. I looked at <laughs> yeah. your eyes when I said Semi we have an agreement. agreement. It's a sub-agreement. Yeah, whatever. Sub-agreement. I like that. Two-thirds agreement. Okay, we're going to uh, take a break. There's no way anything that we're going to say in the next minute and a half is going to pay any bills, but uh, we'll call it that, and then uh, we'll just be call back. it a cigarette break. Sure, whatever. Goodbye. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Onnit.com. If you're like me, you wake up in the morning with brain fog, feeling lazy and confused. Your job or jobs require you to be on top of everything, but your mind often slows down, your attention drifts away, and your memory fails. Coffee and prescription meds have failed you, leaving you with jitters and a lack of sleep. Worst of all, it keeps happening when you need to be on top of your game. Lucky for you, Onnit may have the answer. With a team of scientists and researchers, Onnit took the best earth-grown botanicals and created a one-of-a-kind cognitive enhancer called Alpha Brain. It could be the solution you've been looking for. 
Alpha Brain works. It's been clinically studied to help healthy individuals support memory, focus, and processing speeds, and is made from natural ingredients found in nature. For a limited time, Onnit is giving you a chance to try Alpha Brain free of charge. That's right, I said it free. You just have to pay the shipping. Best of all, if you're not satisfied, you can keep the bottle and Onnit will give you a free refund. You don't even have to call. No hoops, no catch, nothing. It's as easy as could possibly be, entirely risk-free with a 100% money-back guarantee. So go to onnit.com slash J-R-E-E and try it today. That's O-N-N-I-T dot com slash J-R-E-E to try your Alpha Brain trial today. All right, so Kamala Harris never locked up any parents, but... Fact checks. Fuck that hoe. We know Tim doesn't like that. Ooh. Spicy talk. Um, all right, so what do we got here? Sorry, my notes are all backwards. Let me just get organized here. Two, well, first name one. and a number, please. Tim Dillon. Yeah. And I have to find my first page, and then I'll have the number. Uh, give me one second here. As you say, can see. I'm going to say 1525. I'm wearing my polo shirt uh, because Tim wears a polo shirt. And I'm super surprised you guys' first comment is it's too soon. Because I'm, he was on since Ron Funches. Yeah, the Great White Hope has returned. It's oh, so it's a, a race thing no, for you. It's no, very no. interesting. That was not meant as a racial thing. I just um, <laughs> just mentioned the color. Yeah, I just happened to only mention the color of his skin. He wrote on his Instagram, "The Great White Hope has returned," uh, or something him. to that. And I was quoting what I paraphrased. But he's been on recently as well. Yes, but he is a much more topical type of guy. Oh, yeah. His whole podcast is based around what's happening now. He's up to date with all the most interesting conspiracies. No, I'm with Kamar, actually. I'm with Kamar. It's too soon. I agree with you 100%. I just am surprised that you guys... Oh, so you also should be in politics then, fuckhead. No, 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 no. No, no. I I didn't think Ron Funches was too soon. And I didn't. Th- I really enjoyed this episode. I think it's too soon. I'm just surprised you guys didn't feel it was too soon because he's no, been on. Recently. I just said you're right. So just to backtrack on um, something we said on the last part of this show. So no, like you wouldn't get Dylan. You know what I mean? I, I would still need to take care of Dylan. Oh, you knew. Really, I'll just have to like. Yeah, audible, I'll get the. I'll get the Tom. I'm gonna audible it. Audible it for oh, you on the fly. One more yeah, thing. I'll yeah. say for the post. I'll say for the post. That's exactly. I'll call an audible. And you get a pop-up. Fair enough. Perfect. Anyway, I can contribute. Great. Um, so, Tim and Schultz. Those two guys, to me, are like, that's where comedy is heading. The zeitgeist. Guys who are just tapped into what's going on. Hilarious. Because it's not enough to just be topical. You have really got to be funny. And yes, as a comedian, funny tends to be the number one thing. And sort of, you would think so, Matt. And yet, some of these comedians out there are just not. But you have to funny. be informed as well. You have to be informed. Well, you got to stay kind of up to date. I mean, does is Schultz really informed? Like he's, I, he's on everything. If you listen to his podcast, they talk he about is, everything. I heard him on the Breakfast Club, not the Breakfast Club, on Brilliant, um, Idiots. Brilliant Idiots the other day, and he said. Um, he was like about to badmouth Kamala Harris. And then he did exactly what I did. He said, what do you think? Um, whatever. 
his name was Charlemagne. Charlemagne, the god. And um, you're not big on black people today, are you? That no. seemed to smash <laughs> <I> said <laughs> the yeah. other guy. Dude, What's it's going his on show. here? Yeah. I said the god. Okay, sorry. Oh, I thought you said the guy. No, the god. I like Charlemagne. He's like he believes in Bigfoot. He's right up my alley, man. Okay. Um, but then Charlemagne said the opposite of what I thought he did. He like loved Kamala Harris, which was weird. Well, they had her on the breakfast club and she was really, and then Schultz wanted to say like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's terrible. Kind of like I did. And then had to say, well, you know, I don't really know anything about her policies except for this one thing. Anyway. So I'm just wondering how really knowledgeable Schultz is. Tim Dillon is for sure. He's like a brilliant dude. I think he's really, really smart. He's a big conspiracy guy. Tim Dillon? Mm-hmm. Correct, but I also think he's like knows a lot. He used to be a um mortgage broker. So he just knows a lot about like how the housing market works. He he just he's a smart dude. He's really good friends with um Whitney. Whitney Cummings, yeah. And whatever you think about Whitney, whatever your opinion is fine, but she is a pretty smart lady. She's and I think as you well. would yeah, but forget that. I just think you would have to be pretty quick to be able to actually be friends with her because she's just. I think you also want to be she friends knows a lot about really a lot. successful people when you're in Hollywood. Uh huh. You're saying that he's like friends with her because he wants to get. Maybe ahead? he's a star fucker. I don't know. Oh, he, I know he's not trying to fuck her. But why? Okay. All right. Sure. Come on. I mean, she she got all the big break for Crystalia. Yeah, okay. Opportunities knock. He, he did say, Tim Dillon said, Whitney, we've got to save her. She's dyed her hair pink. I thought like he sort of threw it on the bus there. I, of course he said he was joking. I just liked when he started talking about Trump because it really echoed what I've been saying forever. He finds it hard to believe. Yeah, he can't well, put all together the QAnon and all that. Is that what he was... What, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's precisely the, it. The, the QAnon? QAnon stuff, yeah. <laughs> What's your problem with the QAnon stuff? Well, all we're clinging to... Oh, sorry. My problem is that their their whole thing is that Donald Trump is the great white pedophile hope, that he's really out there. This guy is the one fighting this cabal of pedophiles. And the way you're looking at me makes me believe that you think he I, is too somehow. I don't listen to QAnon. Or sorry, I don't follow Q. Um, you I just have an, a small, short acronym for them? Q? I, I, obviously, I don't follow Q. Well, I obviously know who they are. Or you obviously he, have a tattoo. Or he is, or she is, or whatever. But do they say that about Trump? I thought they always were just like saying what's going to happen next. Oh, no, Trump's really it's, would hope They mention yes. Trump all the time. Oh, of course, the okay. storm is coming. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, right, that's right. Sorry, sorry, that's stupid, because they always talk about draining the swamp. That's But everything's super cryptid, right? Cryptic. Yeah, anyone can extract anything. And my only qualm with Q is it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's been like for two years. And then, you know, they'll, when Ghislaine Maxwell gets arrested, they'll be like, ah, and here it is, the the next move. But I mean, look, for a long time, here, I'm going to play devil's advocate for Q here. Yeah, but for a long, that'll be fun. For a long time, everybody was like, there is not a sex ring in Hollywood. That's not a thing. Like that that's crazy. You were a crazy fucking conspiracy theorist to the worst degree if that was something you believe. That's what Delia said. Now it's just common knowledge. 
So, Hold on, it's not common knowledge. So you believe that all of Hollywood is involved in a sex ring? No, I didn't say all of Hollywood was in a sex ring. There is a sex ring that goes through Hollywood as well as through Washington, obviously. But do you agree with what they said in this podcast? <laughs> Washington as in the government. Of yes, some I realize what you're saying. The deep state. Do you agree on what they said in this podcast about Tom Hanks is just a meme? I'm really not you know sure what I mean? about Tom Hanks at all. And I find, look, I joke about Tom Hanks every now and again. That's what Kamar's asking, though, is, are you joking? I'm certainly not out there, like, um, trying to ruin Tom Hanks' career. Trying to... we don't have the power to to either way. To dox him in any way to... I'm not saying stop watch Tom Hanks movies. I don't know what the fuck. Listen, it wouldn't surprise me. I I wouldn't be shocked the same way. I wouldn't be shocked if, like, you told me Ellen was somehow hooked up weirdly in this. I would be like, that's super gross, but not shocked. That to say, I I don't... um, What was your question? Was just it was, you were the one defending should, QAnon. Oh, there was Q, no question defending, asked. Defending Q, you just decided right. <laughs> to take a stand. Well, no, because Next Q is is it so far fetched? Is what I'm saying. Like is, they is, they were right on anything far fetched. It's just the. I guess he had his comments disabled, but before, if you went on there to be twenty thousand comments, like you pizza fucker, or whatever. Well, that let me ask you this though. Hold on, hold on. For a lot of people, is the pizza game? I have a problem with this though. I have a question for you. So your 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 contention is that there's a sex ring that runs through Hollywood and Washington. Now let me ask you this. So if there is a sex ring that just exists, okay, I'll let, I'll grant you that one. Now if I'm an actor. And I go to this sex ring. I don't know how I get hooked up with them. I don't know where I get this phone number. Maybe I find it in a stall. Do you want me to lead you through how something like this works? You won't even let me finish. Sorry, so go ahead. You're go just, on. I just have to interrupt. I think it's rings. Fine. Rings. Multiple rings. Yeah. So the question is this. So I'm an actor and I, I get involved with this sex ring. Does that now mean that Hollywood is involved in this sex ring? Well, you're That's- beholden to your sex ring, yeah. Okay, I don't think... Like you're saying, like Hollywood. Well, no, because like uh, if a well, no, but my question. Well, no, but my question to you is like, so if a car, if a guy who owns a car dealership goes and is involved in the sex ring, are we now saying like the car dealership industry is involved in a sex ring? I'm just curious because now you because then your next step was well, I wouldn't be surprised if Ellen or Mister Rogers or Bill Nye the Science Guy. No, but where does it end? Is my question to you because you've now implemented or sorry implied that anyone in Hollywood could potentially be involved. So no one would surprise you at this point. There's no one in Hollywood that if it came out that they there were... There are definitely people who I would be shocked. If there was... But you just said, though, you were like, if the other shoe dropped, and I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about anyone. Well, I said about Ellen. I, did I say anyone? Yeah, you did. And then you said it could be Ellen. If they were smuggling the kids in cars, then yes, the, the automotive industry is involved. In <laughs> Fine, fair enough. No, but I mean, look, it's like... But no, but that's my question is like, it's we're so quick to be like, it's it's... I'm not saying there aren't people in Hollywood that are probably pedophiles or involved in some foul fucking shit. We already know that politicians are definitely wrapped up in a ton of foul shit. None of that surprises me. Powerful people are into some fucking weird shit. I also think that poor people are into some weird shit. They just have no power or money to pull it off. So it's kind of a weird... Let's just take Epstein for a second, okay? Epstein has this island Mm -hmm. where he's targeting mostly um, scientists. Yeah. And I get it because you think it's a big Mossad fucking CIA ring, but 
Well, no, but at that point, like, what are you saying? Or, or is there a pedophile ring that's running through the science community? Or is this just, it's a pedophile ring on Epstein Island and to hell with the fact that there's a huge uh, demographic of a certain type of people who are getting caught there, you know? But even then, so let's say this, like you just did a perfect example of, so let's say Epstein brings 100 scientists in 10 years to that island. And 10 of those scientists get involved in some fucking foul, foul shit. We now, you're now just going to throw the other fucking 90 out with the bathwater because they were there. What if all 90 are into foul shit? But even then, you're still throwing 10%. Like, let's say, because we know that uh, fucking Pinker was there, right? We do. So that's what I'm saying is like, so let's say someone like Steven Pinker was there and didn't do anything. But we now know he's there, and right away, that's a huge red flag for all of us, as it should be. I don't know if Pinker was on the island. He what we don't understand... Okay, but you know what I mean? But you... Okay. All these people should be interviewed. No. Anyone on that list. And they but we don't know no. that they haven't been. Sorry, can we just or, go... No, I, a public interview, just like the, the Prince Andrew. Like, why did you go to Epstein Island? What happened? Why were you on his plane? James Franco, Michelle Wolf. Uh, whoever... The plane is one thing, though. I don't okay. want to pick sides or left or right. Just any of these people... What was your involvement? I, 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 that's what I don't understand. The plane is one thing. The plane, if it, look, if we want to sit here and like try and explain away why people were on the plane. The plane's a tough one. Anyone wants to take a private plane. I'll be okay with that. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But yeah, look, I know Hollywood. You're going that way. Can I jump on this flight? Oh, you might not even know Epstein, but I know this guy Epstein. He's heading over here. Just jump on his plane so you can get to the Hamptons so we can well, have a party. He might not even be on the plane. Sure, you could even get on with someone else and be like, man, there's a lot of young girls on this fucking Fine. flight. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, well, that person should say something. Sure. They should come forward and say, I went on there and it was weird. Whatever. Fine. I could see that. But if you go to the island, like I got in an argument this weekend at the cottage with somebody. If you go to the island, it, why are you going to the island if it's not to partake in the things that are going on in the island? You don't go to Disneyland and not ride the rides. Well, hold on. Let me just say this. Huh? Well, no. Hold on. Great I'll... analogy, Simon. Thank you, okay. Kamara. Well, I'll shit all over your analogy real quick, though. Let's say but you have try. a business. Well, no. Let's say you have a business meeting with all the executives at Disney, and they're showing you around the park, and you have no bit. You have you're in a suit. You're not going to ride Space Mountain in a suit. And that's what I'm getting at. Is like this guy was fucking involved in all sorts of wild shit with a ton of rich people. Hold on. I guarantee you. Gross shit happened to that island, for sure. We have examples of workers that were there. Now, you can sit there and say, well, why were they there? Again, they were doing work. And and to your point, some of them did come forward. And we're like, there's some weird shit going I on here. I am not at all implying that every worker on that island was in on this I get thing. it. I know you're not. But what I'm saying, too, is then you also can't just throw out anyone who went and met with the guy. Because if at the you... time, hold on, at the time, you didn't. it wasn't Jeffrey Epstein was Jeffrey Epstein. Right? Like, if you had gone at the time, Simon... You didn't know who Jeffrey Epstein was at the time. I wouldn't. Right. I hear you. Yeah, he's hear, not as notorious as he is today. I hear That's all, all I'm of saying. that. I just, going to that island is not like going to Disneyland. Disneyland's much closer and easier to get to. <laughs> Probably this a lot more fun for kids is too. Out, it, <laughs> certainly more fun <laughs> for children. This island is out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. Holy shit. Pun intended. But it's not though. There's nowhere. other islands around it. Like it's it's just out in the mid. It's I get it. To go to an island, like these people are going out there. You don't go there for a business meeting. You don't go there for a lunch. You do those things much closer to home. But hold on. See, this is what I'm saying is like we aren't uber rich. The uber rich go to private islands yeah, for business to meetings. Fuck kids. 
See, again, this is my problem, though, is like you're literally you're not doing anyone any favors. You sound like a crazy QAnon person. Everyone who's rich and goes to an island oh, is no, fucking all dead. If you He's went still to, on Diablo Avocado. Oh, okay. Thank Izzy? you, Kamar. Yeah. If you went to Epstein Island. Yeah. No, but any, you know, you just said if you go to, if you're rich and you go to any private island for a business meeting, you're there to rape kids. No, we're talking about Epstein Island. We're, we're talking but about again, a very Simon, specific island. You're missing the point. 10 years ago, if you were, if you were Steven Pinker and you didn't know who Jeffrey Epstein was, why is it Kid Fuck Island then? Why are you going to Kid Fuck Island? <laughs> Why doesn't Pinker just have the meeting in the city he's Stop. at? Because, he, first, of all, first of all, he's a pasty scientist, okay? So just hear me out. You don't get to go all out of nice places. You're hunkered down in a fucking lab all the time. Some billionaire says, hey, would you like to come for a weekend to my private oasis? It's an island. Bring your wife, bring your kid. You end up being like, hey, listen, I, I, this is kind of weird, but I'll, I'll run it by my wife. Imagine that. We find out I that Steven totally, Pinker went with his wife. I can totally see that happening, minus the wife and the kids, okay? Just come to but my why? island. why? Maybe Epstein, like, bring your kids, please. Come to my island. Come for a good time for the weekend. Then they get there, and they fucking honey trap them. Like, this is... Fine, that's fine. I don't fine. care how they get them but, there. Okay, fine. But my point is, like, Jesus. Simon, a month from now, I'm taking you up to a private island. Are we going to fuck kids when we're up there? You know what well, I mean? Well, now like, I'm definitely not going. <laughs> you weren't coming anyway, trust me. There's another dimension where the fire festival is held on Epstein Island. That's what I was thinking this whole time. Uh, jaw rules. We got all these, jaw, got all yeah. these young girls coming yeah. over. Yeah, of course, let's yeah. have a party. And then they all just that, throw them through the portal hold for on. Epstein? We, keep in mind, we got off track. My whole point was like, you did the whole, there's a, there's a ring of pedophilia that runs through Hollywood and through, and I just think we do, we have this weird word battle all the time where we say things that we're not really like i don't think any one of us three thinks that everyone in hollywood is a pedophile by Wouldn't saying that be an there's absurd... a ring that runs through hollywood is not implying that all of hollywood is but, part of that ring but my point to it you just simon means is that ring runs through but stop okay but that's all like, of these actors okay but then he, then guess what there's a prostitution ring that runs through every place in the world but you see what i'm saying so like yeah that doesn't mean that i'm impl well that's only a problem if the prostitutes are under age and then it's human trafficking Listen, but i'm saying i don't have a problem with prostitution i'm also not involved in prostitution but you, you do see? have a problem with human trafficking whether it's kids you or didn't adults. hear me though you didn't let me finish what i said was i have no problem with prostitution i'm not actively involved with it i don't prostitute myself out nor do i purchase prostitutes you see what i'm saying so like it doesn't just because i'm are you playing diablo avocado here why why would i have to <laughs> just joking either way i'm just saying i think it's a weird fucking because you statement do to prostitutes just showing you the whole joke there mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. anyways move on um you're the one with the notes <laughs> no 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 i just I, I i do see your point matt but i don't think that changes the fact that these things exist like you want to sure i'm not the saying semantics of the word but no but what i'm saying is i'm saying it exists but then being your wording makes it definitely seem, and you're sitting there saying, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. To say there's a, a pedophile ring that runs through Hollywood, it sounds pretty fucking... I know, but where... where I, do, I still don't see where you're getting lost. I agreed with what you said. That statement is still true. I think we're... Run, okay, again, now. well, it's not, but it's not bogged down in semantics. Runs through, Simon, implies that it's touched every, that everyone in Hollywood, again, runs through. Think about that statement. If you have AIDS running through your body. Okay, intersects it's Hollywood. Semantics. But that's my that point. But that was my point to begin with is it, it, obviously this pedophile ring intersects every single industry in the world. We've realized that now, have we not? Yeah, the media for sure. It's just, 
they focus on actors. They obviously no, see, that's, but that's, Epstein focused see, on. You're scientists. talking about something different. Then you're not talking about a pedophile ring. You're talking about a honeypot CIA operation, which is really what you're getting at. You're not talking about pedophiles. I think they're all one and the same. Okay, they can still be pedophiles if they're caught in a sure. But my point to you is, trap. you're talking about something much bigger. You're not actually talking. Your your concern isn't so much. I'm not sure if it's for the kids as it is well, for the this weird honey trap. Well, the trap is way more damning if it's children. Well, it's always it's for the kids, but... <laughs> but even the way you said that is a bit odd. <laughs> well, no, okay, I just... You seem to have a problem with, like, yes, of course Well, my problem the is kids. that kids are getting fucked. That's in, my problem. In, in the process of us taking down these people... Okay. They're gonna they're gonna fall. But here, just back up again. So when I said earlier, no, but when I said earlier, car dealerships, right? My point was more that if there is a pedophile ring, honeypot pedophile ring, there's no point in them going after owners of car dealerships because by and large they're not very powerful people. Okay, sorry. We... But wait, just but, but so just let me finish the thought. You want to go after people in politics. You want to go after people in Hollywood. You want to go after people in the media. Right, because they're the most powerful. They they yes. wield the most power. Correct. So that's my point: is to say, I think it's an obvious statement to say that there's a pedophile ring running through because you want powerful people to be involved in it. Right. Let's pretend. Let's okay. pretend for a second. Sure. Okay. Just again, playing devil's advocate on this whole QAnon thing. Maybe. <laughs> kind of, but not really. Maybe when they're talking about. Um, who is like the bad guy here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what if there's a group, okay? And they're honey potting people, actors, sports stars, celebrities. Okay. In order to them use their voices. Influence. Mm -hmm. Their influence, exactly. It's not about catching them. They need to catch them with the kid in order to have something over them. They need them compromised. That doesn't have to be the CIA. Okay, we're assuming that it's the CIA. No, you're or assuming Mossad it's the CIA. Or okay, somebody sure. running a guy like Epstein. Okay. But there could be a totally different kind of dark group. I don't know who they are. Let's call them, I don't know, like the Illuminati or something, okay? And they're the people who are actively out there like Epstein is just a I find it so byproduct weird. of this, you know? There it's a much it's so much bigger than him. Again, why I'm playing just, devil's but advocate. But I get it, but here. why but no, but you're not cuz yes, you truly no, believe most no, of this. So what I'm asking you is why can't it just be a as weird as and gross as it's going to sound? Why isn't it just occasionally even a supply and demand thing? Like s people want to fuck kids, so there has to unfortunately be a kid fucker supplier, right? Yeah, there is. Jimmy, I know. Jimmy Seville. Oh, there's many. Well, that was going to be my next one. Look That's at, what I'm saying. Look is. at Seville and how that, it was just like. Covered up. Intertwined. Penn I know State. you don't like uh, whatever the word I used last time, but definitely through the whole, um, whatever their equivalent of Hollywood is, you know, in Britain. It encompassed a lot of really famous kind of. But to say it encompassed, like we do this often where we find out something 40 years later and then it's like the William Randolph Hearst thing. Like where does, where does the truth really lie? But did you, did you read that? I mean, it doesn't really, did you read it? I know, but, yeah. but it doesn't Kamar, really no, categorically it doesn't. separate them. It. It, it just doesn't. says Jack Hare wrote it and he was a stoner. Sorry, sorry. Let's, but uh, the same way that Jack Hare also laid it out and it could also be, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, I, I 
don't think we can reach. I think anywhere with this discussion. Yeah, yeah, we have to. No, move you're off right. This. We have to move off it. We've. we've I also think the truth lies somewhere between the lines. Tim often, Dillon. it has to. I just want to say my prediction is: you guys know what time served is. Yeah. So Ghislaine Maxwell will be in jail for a year. That's basically three years. I think she's going to get three years in jail and then get out. Why? She's being charged federally. And I think they're going to give her three years and they're going to say time served. And I told you the stupid crime. And it's going to be very disappointing. It's going to be very disappointing. That's my prediction. Um, (laughs) But let's talk about the real one then. Because he talked, because this is actually what they talked about. If, and I said this too. I think if Derek Chauvin gets off, they'll burn the whole country to the fucking ground. Well, Ben Shapiro's pretty sure he's going to get off. I'm pretty sure and, he's going to get and off. And I think it's the, they like charged him with the wrong crime. You know who also uh, argued that point? I mean, you know. Um, Sam Harris, he said it in his thing there. Like, they're, the, of course he's guilty. He's guilty of a billion things. But if you try and charge him with the wrong crime... It's going to miss because the way yeah, but, that the sure. Law. But here's my problem: is like the when they get when when they get some poor black kid for fucking trafficking drugs, they charge him with sixty five different counts. So why can't we do the same thing to this cop? Make something stick. Well, do what they do of, to other people. Because of the full release body cam, I think is is a problem. Well, and don't you need him to like? Um, you want him to go away for something? For life. You'd like him to go well. Well, the, listen, the hardest if he does part 20 years, the then fine. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's it going to come but. down to some ridiculous semantic like that. It's listen, just, just and like that's the, why what Tim Dillon said is like, get him Epstein's fucking roommate. That's the only way you're going to make sure that this, that L.A. Justice. doesn't get burned to the ground or wherever this Min- uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis, somewhere, the states everywhere, you know, fucking take this guy out and make sure that camera is not working. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, going to be very interesting, and the country better be in a better state when that goes wrong. Oh, I'm just thinking about Rodney King, and like, he didn't even die. You know what I mean? Like, and those cops got off; they burnt that oh, fucking city so to the ground. Far past Rodney King. I get it, but that's point, what I'm though. saying: is if this, if oh, like think about it: if this trial goes down next summer, midsummer. That, the country, the U.S. is well, fucked. Well, it depends on who wins the We might president. not even get there, fuck. I mean, if Trump's president, yeah, I think it's going to be really bad. But if Biden comes in and saves the day and Kamala Harris fix everything, maybe they'll be in the right oh, place. come to on, accept those it. two are fucking trash. Well, the elections now and this mail-in and the... Mike it, Baker. It is so uh, suspect. But I, I think... what? Okay, fine, Mike Baker. <laughs> I said it before, Mike Baker. Anyways... Um, it's so suspect on both sides. It there is going to be pandemonium, no matter what the, the speculation. Fuck happens. Police are going to be out in full force. What I understand is why you can't have voting up until the day, pre-voting instead, so you don't have a rush at the polling booths. Like if something happened two weeks after you vote, like oh, I changed my mind. I wish I had to vote that way. And also, we've said it a million times: you should be able to vote on your phone. If you First do your of all, bank on for, your phone, do your Everyone's bank. forgetting that the people at the polls are all volunteers. So you're asking people to volunteer for a month straight at the polls. That's not realistic. That's fair. Um, as much as I think that would be a good idea, I agree with you. I'm also kind of like, there's a part of me that agrees with Joe. Why don't they just do it online? But when you find out about all the fraud involved in online banking, you'll quickly realize that that's not at all fucking tenable. Like you can sit there, Joe says it all the time, but... We, we online bank and they take care of our money. But again, 
Look into the amount of fraud in online banking, and you'll quickly realize that the election, Russia would basically... It's a potential for voter fraud. No. You brought up last week that uh, that happened with the George Bush election, that they didn't have a result right away. Hanging Chad. But it, the reason why doesn't matter, but the climate in social media wasn't what it is today. I mean, and, listen, and I think if we were today, that happened, that would have been a way bigger shitstorm than it was. And you know what? I can sit here and say you're probably right, but I don't think we... Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. I don't think we know that for certain, but... Well, we can't say for certain. Let's keep in mind, though, that was a very tenuous time as well. Like, George Bush, get that was not... It wasn't fucking... Everything, was, everything wasn't honky-dory in the fucking states. This is going to be way more tenuous. I like, see fights at polling stations. It's going to be... I think Kamar, it's going to be very ugly. Kamar is right. Like, had there been social media in a big way back when... Um, no, but Matt's George. right. It was still like, what the fuck's going on? But it just wasn't able to be amplified the way. There was still 24-hour media. It was. I get it. There wasn't social media. I understand if, where if you're at. Everybody I get it. had been able to speak their voice. I don't. I feel like he wouldn't have been able to maybe get away with it. Possibly. But he did. Al Gore went on to become so a billionaire. De Blasio eats pizza with a fork. Yeah, but I've known you've known that we've known that for like eight years. This, I didn't know that. This is crazy. I you mean, didn't know that when he does, was when he was running for mayor. That was like the big thing. New Yorkers no, no, no. were like, "What the fuck?" I don't pay attention right, to fucking enough. De Blasio until he fucks up. I guess. Um, but this does this alien put on his shoes like sock shoe sock shoe? No pants on yet. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Eating your pizza with a fork. I've done that before. If you eat your pizza with a fork, you should immediately be dismissed from office. Like I'll say this: once a year, I eat pizza with a fork. But if it's just e to feel if civilized, the cheese is extra gooey. Yeah, just, I'm with Kamar. You pull up one slice, of the whole thing falls yeah. off. You're like, what are we doing? Here? I agree. Sometimes you run into a pizza where you may need a fork. <laughs> but like, if you're a fork guy all the time, like, look, if you're running for office, there they sh there should be standard questions like, how do you eat your pizza? With your hands? That's normal. How do you like your spaghetti? I put ketchup on it. You definitely can't be mayor. Well, Chicago you know? deep dish, no one got ketchup on their fucking People spaghetti. put ketchup on their spaghetti. He's the worst mayor that city's ever had. Kamar, can you back me up here, please? I just said Chicago deep dish, put ketchup on pizza? Eastern European. On spaghetti. As sauce instead of tomato sauce or as well as the sauce? As well as the tomato sauce. Never seen it, but I believe it. Oh, no, it happens. I support you. Um, yeah, just get them the fuck out of office. Learn to code. Do something else. Like it's very bad in those cities. Mm -hmm. The crime and everything is just out of control. Well, hold on, but Chicago's been awful for close to a decade now. So no, but there is a lot going on in. I understand there are there are things going on in yeah. cities that aren't getting any media coverage. Frankly, I. Well, hold on. I just I hate to stop you there. Chicago literally has like twenty murders a weekend. You never hear, and that's every weekend for the last five years, and you never hear about it, I was, ever. I was going to say for mass the, shootings. I was going to say for the post show, but since it's come up. Uh, Chicago just recently asked Trump to send in the feds. Yeah, it's it's really bad there. But it's ironic because Chicago's like, no, Trump, we don't need your help. We got this on lockdown. I, Three weeks later, like, uh, please, Mr. Trump, help us. <laughs> he loves that. I love um, it. Just to what you were saying, Matt, yes, of course, uh, there is violence all the time in a lot of these cities. I'm not saying that's not the case. And I know there are mass shootings. There are drive-bys all the time. I realize that. It just feels different right now because it's more than just like the gang violence, you know? It's uprising protests. It's not, they're not protests. They're. Well, and, and people 
have time to protest and to riot because they don't have jobs that they're beholden to. I'm not saying why it's happening or whatever the reason is. I can just, it's the, it's scary in places and you got to look to get the info. They're not telling you about it. Doesn't it freak you out when they're talking about there's lineups at gun stores? Oh, I find it interesting. We're about to hit September 26th. We're about to hit the wall. They say there's, I'm one of them. Uh, but there's there's something like 1.6 million people that won't qualify for anything once September 26th hits. Oh, well, th- this is what I'm saying. I think right now, remember the uh, bomb in Lebanon blew up? Yeah, Beirut. And then, depending where you were, four or five seconds, there was the shockwave. Mm-hmm. I think we're about to feel the shockwave of this. Like the, 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 the explosion sort of started March 15th and it's come this way and it was mitigated because of the support the governments are putting out. But as these things run out, we're really going to see. Well, did they ever crack stress down factor. hard on like, oh, we gave you this at the start. We're coming back right now. Like it's not a year from now when you're okay. We're going to make sure you give us that thousand dollars. back. That's what the Canadian government's doing now. No, they didn't make it give it back. What they did was this was if they gave you too much at the beginning, then your next payment, you're not getting the full 2000. It wasn't they, the, the only people they've asked for money back is the ones they've proven. They're like, you were working full time and still getting 2000. No, I, I get it. So but like, I have a bunch of friends like you that were like, why, and why last month did I only get 1300 bucks or whatever? I, I'm not, I understand what they did. I just, they don't need to do that right now. They could have done this. It, but Simon, what I'm saying to you is that they didn't do anything. They told all Canadians, you're going to get $10,000 spread out. You're still going to get that. You got, you're going to get your 10,000. It's not, some people got it a bit you more. You just, you're getting it in weird denominations. That's the only difference, but everyone is getting the same amount as long as you qualify. Understood. What I'm saying though is what's it's so there's 1.6 million people in Canada that once September 26th, it will qualify for nothing. The majority of people will go to the EI system and they will be down to $100 a week from EI, potentially $200 a week. Why $200 a week? Well, because so the most you can make from EI in Canada, assuming you're in the right zone and you made enough money, is $573 a week, which would put you just over the CERB, but that's the highest level. Most It's based on how many hours you worked for how many months leading up to EI, right? So most people will only qualify based on the hours they worked. They'll only qualify for $100 or $200 a week of EI which is nowhere near enough to live off of. 400 bucks a month is fucking, that's not going to pay, fuck, that'll pay my bills right now and not my rent. Just. I will say this, this whole week was riddled with depressing COVID talk. Yeah. Oh, all over it. Well, because Joe's getting ready to bail. So now he well, he's bailed, and, but it's like. No, no, but I mean, now it's okay for him to bring up all the doom and gloom because he's on his way to sunny fucking, uh, well, he's in sunny California, but I also think, though, no, but Texas. I think the the doom and gloom too is like the States, you know, Joe's right. They, they did worse than anyone. They fucked up harder than anyone. And I also think, um, you know, a place like New Zealand for them to have new cases, that was kind of shocking and tough for the world to swallow. Cause when a place like New Zealand locks down again, you were like, wait a minute, how does a, a contained Island, where they had no cases for X amount of time. And I know it's one household, but you know, it's... Uh, they're, know. they're going to have to institute a uh, universal basic income. We're here? Like, everywhere. Did either of you ever listen to that Amazon pod? Well, I know you did. I like, told you to you, listen yeah, to it. Yeah, you told me. Did you ever front listen line? to it? Yeah, the front yeah. line. Yeah, he listened to it, yeah. The whole part where they were talking about New York State 
or sorry, I guess it was de Blasio, whoever the, who makes those decisions and how they tried to. Oh, de Blasio is the mayor of New York. Well, it was de Blasio and um, Cuomo. Cuomo. Both of them had a part in this or whoever it was at the time. Um, they tried to throw in a bunch of little caveats at the end on the deal. Yeah. They wanted like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like everything was done. It was all ready to sign. And they were like, oh, and by the way, we need this and this. And I'm always almost just like, fuck you. Yeah, we're going See to you later. Or we're, we're going to Delaware or wherever the fuck they went. But like, you know how many jobs that cause? I'm not, I hate Amazon beyond belief. Don't get me wrong. But it costs New York State. God knows of how course. much, you know, that could yeah, have been a strong arm a fucking thing ticket. into a deal. Yeah. yeah. These guys are fucked. I'm assuming it was de Blasio and He's Cuomo the worst mayor because ever. they're, and Cuomo's terrible. Fuck. Cuomo's terrible as well. The fucking mom loves him. I don't even know what's going on. She likes the nipple rings. He has nipple rings. <laughs> Look at Simon's face there. <laughs> is that true? His brother's worse. They're both idiots, but is that true? Nipple rings? That's looks not like true. He, it looks like he's got some dumbbells on. My favorite is that he doesn't say yes or no. He barely shakes his He does like a an S-shaped shake and just kind of just, he won't say yes or no definitively. He's not looking at you. He's like, I'll just let Simon ride this one out. Look it up. Research Look it, it up. And then he'll tell me about some other guy in a different state who does have nipple rings. Yeah. Because that's the logic. In the post, Joe. What else, Tim Dillon, we got here? Um, let me see what else I got here. He was on fire this whole episode, and it, it, oh, oh. when he makes Joe laugh, it just amps him up, and he just puts the pedal to the metal. I'm I'm sure, Maddie, that you'll want to get all fucking cuckoo and argue with me on this, and I don't want I don't necessarily want to talk about this. I want people to do their own what research. What a fucking on terrible this. way to start, but go ahead. Their fucking own research dickhead. on this, but if we could um, talk about um, Bill, I mean. William Gates. Kamar, thank you for that, mm -hmm. by the way. Mm -hmm. um, his story is fraught with intrigue. Like, whatever you want to say about um, what he's up to right now, the way he got to where he is is, like, right out of a fucking uh, crazy novel, you know? Like, I just found out that his mother, I know we talked about this, uh, and I apologize to any Patreon members. Um, and co-hosts. <laughs> no, I don't apologize to you guys. We talked about this. I know, but we're going to talk about it again. Um, Strong arm steady over I here. am Jesus. going to blow your minds here. No, you're his not. His mother's maiden name. You said this yesterday. Is Maxwell. It's a very common last name. Maxwell, and, and yes. I, and I said, what's the time? You go, well, I don't have that yet, but two names. Uh, you drumrolled that like her last name was Hitler. It was Maxwell. Put them together. Just if you don't connect think the dots. there is some tie-in. Do you guys know the whole backstory about... But hold um, on, stop. You don't think Bill Gates is a pedophile. That's never been your contention. You think that he's trying to inject the kids of the world the with Georgia some Stones. virus. Well, Bill Gates... I do believe has been to Epstein Island. Yes. Epstein went and visited, sorry, Bill Gates went and visited Epstein, I believe, or had communications with him after he was in prison. For why is why is it that I have to fact check my shit at I the break? You I can, I believe whatever the fuck you want <laughs> your way through true. this whole thing. You too. I and it's just fucking, true. you know what? No redundant. No, no. Uh, fuck I can, it. Kamar, can you check that for me? You wanted some money for uh, vaccine research. Many things. No, I think they met many times. I think they had many dealings. Even then, I love this. You guys will sit there and in, you'll be like, he met with Epstein. 
to try to get vaccine Anyways, research done. So his mother, Joe, um, would think you're ridiculous. By the way, of course, okay, of course, Joe would, and I'm willing to take that. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Joe, <laughs> um, Bill Gates's mom was the one who got him the gig with uh, Intel. No, who was it? Um, whoever came to him with the contract to build the first processor or whatever Bill Gates built. That was for another company. I always assumed it was because he was this brilliant dude and he had, you know, gotten the attention of like Silicon Valley at the time or whatever you want to call it. But it wasn't. His mother knew a guy who was I love how, in you, you know what's like, so weird to me is you're telling me this. I have to act like you didn't yell this at me two days ago. And, and I have to fucking listens, sit I here know. like I'm the asshole somehow. This is fucking no, ridiculous. I'm, Matt, I'm definitely the asshole. Okay, That's thank you. That's never been a point oh, no. of contention. Like, I'm, I'll eat that. An interesting asshole. The worst part, though, is that I can't, I, I just can't go over my arguments that I had two days ago again. So I seem like I have no, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm well, just going to sit here. Well, let me give you new arguments that you can argue then. Did you know that um, Obama's mother, he has to go to the bathroom, man. Okay, I'll let him out. It, Obama's mother was um, CIA. CIA. <clears throat> and Pardon she me. was actually one of the women who was used in the honey traps. She was like a femme fatale. She was attractive. Uh, he met with him three times at his at least three times at his New York mansion. One time, saying late into the evening. Never at the island, though. No report. Okay, so I'm gonna have to take that back. I'm willing to walk back from there. Only three times at the mansion. I mean, All right, well, this is the Joe Rogan experience. Experience again. Association is guilt. Do you go to Walt Disney's house and not ride the rides? No way, man. You, and you gotta go to the food court and as well. not sleep in the bed. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you do. You do. What did you say? Not kill a Jew. That's probably better. And that's a definite uh, no. That's that's a that's a you Walt. Um. So yeah. So I just imagine that now that I'm finding out more about Bill Gates, I'm sure that we're gonna come across a connection to aliens, the CIA, Bigfoot. The CIA. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. The biggest computer company in the world, the CIA is going to talk to them. Well, we're... Wasn't... It was CIA... I think Microsoft is doing the CIA's like... No, um, they stopped. No, I thought Amazon stopped and the, it was Amazon and then... Look at Simon's face. It was well, Microsoft took it on. Of course they said they stopped. Of course, yes. Like, this is crazy. Oh, they stopped. Okay. Okay, Bill. <laughs> You are the ultimate. I love how you act. Your dad's like you're not like, into eugenics. I love how you act like you're like, I'm this even killed. I'm just some dude up at the cottage trying to drop knowledge on they're people like, when in reality, like you are like a full-blown tinfoil hat, Mel Gibson, conspiracy theorist. It's a CIA on the phone with Bill. And he's like, Bill, there's, <laughs> okay, there's you know this guy in really, Canada named Simon. Dude, he's this, on to us. It's this, off. This it's is off. What Everything's really off. fucking bothers me, man. Go ahead. Because Go ahead. I am an even killed guy. At the cottage, just minding my own business. <laughs> no one believes that. Hold on a second. Hold on a you second. You see yourself as an even-keeled person. You see it. You've if, decided that. If you hold on, you said you got to fight in hold. your at your cottage with someone. I about said it. I got into an argument. 
Semantics. And it wasn't even an argument. It was just more like me saying, look, you don't go to Disneyland and not ride the rides. <laughs> I think I think I said argument in the wrong way. Okay, fair enough. It was more like somebody was trying to tell me the same way Maddie does. Like, yeah, they were just at the island for no fucking reason. They were just having tea there. High tea at the island. Did you at go any point... fuck yourself. Did you at any point have to storm away from this no. argument? No, I did say... I can no longer have this discussion. And walked away. No, no. Stayed, <laughs> stayed at the table. Did not walk away. Did not walk away. Well, yeah, the, Epstein is starting to get up there with like oh, No, but I was going to tell politics. Matt why I was upset. And you took me all off fucking track here. Um, you know who should be upset? Tim Dillon. Because we've given him about 30 seconds yeah, of this And he's so much funnier that. when he talks about this stuff. Yeah. He's so much more tongue in cheek. Oh, the it. fact that I'm not uh, even keel. That, that was the whole thing. And listen... You want to come to me with something that you believe and we want to put it out on the table? We'll look at it logically. I'm more than willing to do that. If you don't think that fucking Bill Gates is tied up in a weird story here, if you can't see that, like if you're so caught up in the mainstream of like, I'm just convinced that Bill Gates has, has to be a good guy and you're not even willing to look at the fucking evidence in front of you, what are we get, what are we doing here? You're saying it's impossible that he's just being altruistic. No, he, of he course wants for the good for the. Of planet. course it's possible, okay. but my opinion after looking at this evidence is that no, this guy is TMP. I've said it all the fucking time. I want him to go he down. He used to be a piece of shit. Everyone hated him, and then he started giving out mad amounts of money. He's he he has all sorts of lawsuits from countries where he's killed all their children. Vaccines have gone wrong. Okay, so like. <laughs> Let's not start here. His father was so tied up in eugenics, he started Planned Parenthood. These are all things that you know are fraught with fucking like And why does deception. he want to get on the Russian vaccine? Who? Bill Gates. William. He wants to get on a Russia? Russia says they have go, a vaccine. Go on. And he's like, I, I wouldn't trust that one. Well, because he... Oh, shit, really? No, but... He, he, if he was for the good, he'd be like, this is very exciting. Russia has something to work with. He'd be like, nah, that's not the good one. You need to take my vaccine. He has nine patents for nine different vaccines. One of them is going to pay off for him. It's not paying off if we take this Russian hack job vaccine. My favorite thing about conspiracy theorists of Simon's ilk is just, just hear me out. Don't call me a conspiracy theorist. That's what you are, though. My favorite thing is that we feel... Conspiracy realist. It's not pejorative. We feel it yeah. is. He says it pejoratively. No, no, no pejorative. You decide. You're a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. No, go fuck yourself. All right, no, that's go rude. On. Go on. Yeah, that was rude. <laughs> uh, no, I just find that, uh, like, so let's say you were, let's say you were bang on right about everything. Do you think that your ravings on this podcast or up at the cottage are changing anything other than a few people's minds about? How uh, sane you are? I think uh, he's got a lot more effect with uh, Bigfoot and ancient civilizations. About, <laughs> about how sane I am? No, like, I'm just asking, like, do you think you're, like, do you think that you personally are going to have any, if Bill Gates goes down? <laughs> no. Okay. No, no, no. I am not out here, like, listen to me, I'm changing minds. Because I like you a lot, no. but I feel like you waste a lot of your really good energy on ancient civilizations conspiracies that you can't fix or help and aliens. I think it's my fault because he was in a much better place before I ever heard one episode of Tim Foa Hat. Oh, you did this to him. I think so. Oh, okay. I, I regret it all the time. All Tinfoil Hat does for me is introduce your eyes. me no, to concepts that I go and either 
say debunk this has some legs or this is complete lunacy mm-hmm. like that's it man it's not like but what let me ask you this hold on what makes you think what so when you hear something on tinfoil hat that that you go this is total lunacy what makes you say that is it a you go to a website online and you do some digging yeah. is it just your gut instinct I look, or i i look into the I'm source first okay. of all okay that's but couldn't by your important. conspiracy argument be that the source is just tainted because the real people don't want you to find out the truth. I mean, I guess. Like, yeah, I, I mean, who knows, Matt? But by that logic, don't trust anything ever. Well, I mean, that's the point I'm making, is how do you trust anything? Well, you have to have faith. But you'd have none. I do have faith. In what? In many things. Magic, <laughs> aliens, okay. Bigfoot. Can we like, rate I'm so full of faith, it's fucking coming out my eyeballs. What are you even talking about? You have no faith. You don't believe in anything. You don't believe in religion. Nope. You don't believe in... You know what? I'm not even going to do oh, this. Oh, wait, he got to you one. Don't... He got to one. Oh, no, I was going to go on, but I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh. I don't think that's fair. Go ahead. I don't want to. Go ahead. What don't I believe in, Simon? You... What do you believe in? I don't know. Tell me. Well, I don't know. What does Tell that mean? Tell me one thing you believe in. Science. Which you don't believe in. I believe in science. No, you don't. I just don't believe in the dogma of science. No, you don't believe that any scientist, you think that all scientists are flawed and therefore the science they perform. No, absolutely not. You're That's totally, what you said to me. No, I did not yeah, say those that. those were your words. No, you are totally misrepresenting me. I here. am not. You're trying to make me seem crazy. Yes. I'm not. I That's what you what said to me. No. You know what? Don't sitting there with your little dog. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I Matt. understand. This is bullshit. Okay. Yeah, Hold on. you're the pedophile. <laughs> this guy's the best since there doesn't say anything he's for like literally on his phone minutes. yeah um let me just make sure we didn't miss anything really important with tim dylan okay. because th- that would not be fair to him i mean this was a great episode a i enjoyed great, it but he got shafted here big time man yeah who did Tim, Tim Dillon. Dillon. By us not covering Yeah, Simon, oh, no, Simon no. went off on a wild tangent. Because this is one of those things with, um, he covered everything, but it's like trying to tell someone's jokes back. Yeah. In the, in the, the, in concepts is one thing to discuss, but Tim Dillon was just riffing and Joe was just laughing. He had a great time. This was a great listen. It covered everything. Yeah, it was terrific. The only thing I did want to say is, the one thing I don't understand in all of this COVID shit is where is the testing? Well, like, do you sound like Donald Trump. What's going on right now? No, like where where is all the testing? Donald Trump says that. Shouldn't he be the one who's in giving Ottawa, the are you testing? Asking? No, I know where you do it in Ottawa. I'm well, not I'm even just... sure that you can get it done, but I saw the signs for it. Okay, so hold on. Back that up. See, this is... So you saw signs, you know where you can do it, but you still don't buy that you can actually go in and get a test. I am not sure what the qualifications are to get the test done. That's more what I meant, Maddie. You may go there and they say to you, do you show any symptoms? That's it. If you feel, if you're not feeling well and you feel like you're symptomatic, they will test you. If you're not feeling well, you show a sign of a fever. You think you've been in contact with somebody who may have had it. You may get there and respond no to all of those things. And they're like, we're not giving you the test. That's all I was saying. Again, you're trying to paint me with a foul little Well, no, brush. I'm just saying. 
But think about the weird thing you just said. Like, if you really want a COVID test and you go in, are you going to answer no to all the questions? What kind of fucking maniac does that? That's like trying to get a fucking medical marijuana card and going in to see the doctor and being like, honestly, I feel great. Like, I've actually never I felt sleep better. Fine. Yeah, my, zero yeah, anxiety. I have no anxiety. I've never felt better. I have no pain, no inflammation. I just want to smoke weed to get high, to be honest. Oh, like, fuck. <laughs> like, obviously. Well, that's kind of like, look, you might just have a feeling. A gut Fine. feeling yeah. that you Doc, fucking have COVID. I'm feeling COVID-y, yeah. and I think it's... Just swab me. Just swab me. Just for kicks. I'm sorry, Kamara's had enough, obviously. Look, no, he's pulling up fucking... I think he wants to tell us something. What do you want to tell us? No, no. no, I'm telling you, judging by what's on his phone, he is so done with us. He's not even looking up things for the podcast? No, he's like oh, reading oh, articles. Fuck this guy. <laughs> no, I... I'm like, not. look, he's laughing. And, uh, he's not. reading Onion articles. No, I, I just realized <laughs> we'd get bogged down, but... This episode, I think, was fire. Let's Lit. rate it. It was amazing. This is the best episode we've ever had. We What are we talking about now? This is our best episode or Tim Dillon's? Our best review of an episode. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Donald. That was a good, yeah. Tremendous. It was the best best review ever. Kamar, we'll start with you. Let's I give it a four. Kamar gives it a fire. Well, what are we reviewing he, he was, here? He was our, back a little soon. I give us a five. He was back a little soon. We That's are, the first five I've ever given, and it's to us. We're rating Tim Dillon's episode. <laughs> I give Tim Dillon a four. I think he did great. He's hilarious. He's one of my faves. Sorry, uh, was it my turn? To oh, yeah, it was your turn. Yeah, yeah. Great. I, I guess I'm, we're going to agree across the board here. I'll give it a four as well. well we have an agreement go. again. Amazing. All right, let's move on. Last one of the week. A fucking super shitty surprise Saturday. No, By the way, no reason for this. There's no reason to do this. Listen, you're, you have all the power in the world, Joe. You want to take a couple of days off for your birthday? Please, you deserve it. Do it. You've earned it. What you don't need to do is bank a bunch of fucking episodes so that I get a surprise Saturday when I know, I know in my heart, you're in Las Vegas. Are you part of this podcast? Yeah. Dude, he did that like he was got caught in class. He swiped <laughs> up like what? I, he, he's giving Joe shit for having a Sunday podcast with Alan Minkowski on. What it was were, Saturday. What, what were you looking at there? I'm looking at the, do you remember the show Art Attack? I do. Do you know that the whole time he's doing that, he was on Mushrooms? What the fuck? Oh, you're looking for things for, for the, the pose, Joe, because we've he's roasted trying to multitask. Everything. I see. I see. Well, we're, we're deading and, it, so we don't even I, need to. Don't, don't worry so about that, it. So there it goes. I yeah. put him on the spot. Look at that. Okay. No, um, I was waiting. Can we, we get a number, please, Ali McCloskey? We've 15. been waiting for this. Twenty-six. Uh, hey! Nice. Look at me go. First time there ever. No fuck, golden off. child. That is the first time ever. Uh, Ali I McCloskey. swear to God, go Simon, back and Simon, listen to every episode. Simon is convinced that she's been on before. Okay, I said to the fellas. And we are convinced look, I don't, she has not been I don't usually break the, what do you call this? Third wall? The third wall. Fourth wall, whatever. I'm going to talk right to the people here. I am positive. 1,000% that I've heard her on Rogan before. The, the fellas have told me that that's not the case. The internet seems to think she's only been on once, which means that I've been to an alternate dimension where I have heard her on Joe Rogan before, and we've reviewed her before. No, it's simple. You No chance, Vance. You lumped you her into I the know. female comedians that you don't enjoy column, and she just you thought she was like, who are the other two that he's had on recently that we 
don't prefer. See what this is, Matt? This is you painting Jesse me May with Palooza. a brush again. Don't <laughs> Jesse May Palooza. Don't let me in with this asshole, okay? I don't hate every woman comedian who comes That's on. That's me. I liked her. I thought she was fine. I liked her too. My only problem, and what I asked you in the car was, does she know how fucking lucky she is? Yes. Does My she get yes. that nobody is blessed like this? I'm not sure. To be 20 years old. Let She's me ask. 24. Well, no, but let me ask you. What What do you want a What do you want a 24 year old person to say? Like, do you want her to just spend two hours gushing and crying and being like, nope. "I'm so thankful"? Because to me, she seemed really, really nice. She wasn't full of herself. Like, she seemed like she, she, she was humble enough. I was asking the question, like, does she know? But I and I, I was, but I said to you, I think she does, and you went, "No." I went. Yeah, that's your dismissive like it means maybe my background maybe yes, though maybe no my background with Alec Minkowski is I up until the COVID I'd listen to every Kill Tony okay so I know her whole catalog okay like the first time she was ever on to when she decided she was too big for the show and moved on so I've seen her development and like like she even said in this she's like you guys do all these deep jokes but is that a problem like her jokes are sort of uh silly girl things i think her and joe hooked up and i think joe is doing a solid putting on this episode i got annoyed when uh whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 you don't get to just skip over that kamar to your next point that you uh, get i think he's laying out my case and we can okay, rip it all apart i love how out. he yells earlier i make one contradictory statement he's like this guy should be a politician do you see what you just said meanwhile he quietly is just like I think Joe might have cheated on his wife with this young comedian. Well, How do you guys you feel about... Well, no. Can you please lay out your case? Because well, this is huge. We know according to... And we don't know. Uh, we think absolutely. according to Sean. This is all uh, yeah, hearsay. Exactly. All hearsay. All hearsay. Uh, there's no validity in anything in this. Oh, the and your views the do not represent the JREE. But well, they do, unfortunately. No, and, they don't. Uh, sadly, one third. Um... It annoyed me when she was like, you know, I really like performing for like 2,000 people. Like, buckle up, honey. It's going to be a long time for 3,000 people coming to see you. But all those road trips, Vegas, all that's fun. Um, you know, these are trying times. So Joe doesn't want to go with any old floozy. She's having the time of life. She wants to hook up. They just fall in together. And Joe's like, yeah, I'll, I'll put you on the podcast one day. No, I think that is total bullshit. Well, how weird was it that they're driving around getting Joe his uh, burgers the day before? What do you mean? Remember, she was like, you got like eight uh, oh, yeah, dinks yeah. or whatever yesterday. Like They were talked like it was a show weird me, way. Show me a picture of her. She, oh, she's, she's cute. She's gorgeous. Show she's me a absolutely beautiful. Can I see a picture? But she tries to do that um, ugly hot girl thing. Can I see a picture of her? Um, she's you, working you've seen out. a picture of Joe's wife, right? Yeah. Joe's wife is a knockout. Gorgeous. Hold on. Is your argument that just because one guy has one hot girl, that's that's enough and he's done? Very interesting. Oh, Simon's face has changed a bit. Joe's wife is not so much a knockout anymore, is she? Well, no, she's hotter than that girl. Yeah, the point is you would. I do, of course, yes. I don't. I don't think that Joe did that. I think that you read that on Reddit. Yeah. No, th that helped spurn the thought and then the chemistry between them fed the fire for the rumor there was a point where joe was talking about riots and stuff getting out of control and i thought he was going to go backwards but he didn't and she was like yeah crazy like hoping she'd add a story and then jamie told his story about the ohio football riot 
And if you watch it, Joe yawns in his face. The biggest yawn. Like, this this was heavy lifting work, this podcast for Joe. I swear to God, because Ali wasn't really bringing anything but crushing on him. I mean, that's what I felt uh, watching it. There's one point where Joe mentions uh, something about elk mating. And she's like, how would you know? And it's like, how? Of course he would know. Like, how do you not know he's a hunter? Like... It's just, it was so well, weird. Because you don't pillow talk the girl you're fucking. You just fuck her and ask her to leave, obviously. Exactly. exactly. That's why she doesn't know. <laughs> Guys, kidding. that didn't happen. I'm playing, dude, I'm just playing. Now I'm playing Diablo Avocado. You see how this works? I get it, but I don't think you should be doing that to Joe. I don't think Joe cheats on his wife. I think it was completely consensual. And, and they both are happy with it. As in Joe's wife knew about it and she's fine with it? I think Joe's wife probably is set up enough now that... There's that sort of theory that people are rich enough that they have an agreement, you know, like Will Smith and uh, Jada Keep in mind, too, for all we know, maybe Joe and his wife are literally just open. Maybe they have an open marriage. We don't fucking know. They've got a beautiful pool boy. (laughs) You know, there are. you say that like it's impossible that he's in love with his wife. No, I just think they're caught up in Vegas, having a great time at the show. One thing led to another. What's the old uh, Chris Rock saying? A man is only as... Uh, as faithful as his options. <laughs> Interesting. No, what annoyed me with her, she had a David Bowie t-shirt on that was full of holes. Like, she's just... Well, and she was hanging out with a skateboarder. That's where she really oh, lost me. Oh, he's she, pro. He's sick. Yeah, I, no, but she Supreme was saying... guy, right? She said, she said, I used to skate, then I stopped skating, and then the, she was saying, the other day I was practicing my ollies. Like, the whole time she was in Kill Tony, she talked about it, she skated. She never skated. She just tried to be a skateboarder. And I, and I, I know the same thing. I tried to be a skateboarder, but she thought she was well, a skater. didn't you hear her? I bought a Supreme board, and it lay, like, first of all. No, she said she skated. But, I mean, keep in mind, quit. like, I don't, I, I still consider myself a skater. I probably touch that board a couple times a year. But could we all right now do an ollie? I, yes. I could 100%. Exactly. Can we all do a kickflip? Yes. She's been skating well, for years. She's been skating what she thinks is skating, and she still can't ollie. I have a problem with that. We also grew up skateboarding, though. It's Every like a language. Every second thing that came out of her house was TikTok. Her mouth. I feel like she was trying to say she was a skateboarder so Thank she you. could be cool. That's yep. what I thought she was driving The whole at. time and she was on Kill Tony, it, she and did it. And it didn't seem cool. It seemed like she was trying way too hard. She's trying way too hard, but she's a 24-year-old beautiful girl in overhead. You know what I think she is? She's like a surfer about to catch a wave, and this whole COVID thing has fucked her run up. Like, she's like, yes, you should go back and live with your parents. Like, this is going to be a long haul for you. Well, I feel like the last time she was on Joe Rogan, she told the story... <laughs> About like her having to struggle to get up to this point. Yeah, that was Jesse May Peluso. I don't think there was any struggle. No, she's in the middle of her struggle right now. The actual struggle. Like that's what I can say for her. She doesn't have the tortured um, childhood that Joe looks for for his real funny people and interesting people. And yes, she is funny. Like, and a comedian would go, "You're funny. Come on tour with us." That's the different luxury that there is in, in, in America with all these headliners and all these opportunities. Like Paul Verzi, he's a headliner, but he made his living for a couple of years opening for Bill Burr. Bill yeah, Burr. So if Joe takes a shine to you and brings you on tour, she is so lucky. I, I'm not saying she's not funny enough to do it, but she's not seven years. She's seven years in and she's saying, 
yeah, you know, I really like performing in front of 2,000 people. Like, Well, and there are plenty of great comedians out there that Joe never takes under his wing. Sure, but okay, I think it's unfair for you to to shit on her for saying she felt that she felt like wow it's really much better performing in front of 2,000 people I, I wasn't think that's a, shitting on her I was just making sure she knew how lucky she was I was saying him he was shitting on her for but saying I, I felt I heard a tone like I could get used to this and like yeah anyone could get used to this but you have to earn it like I just need her to do stand up for four more years before she starts talking the way she like is. She wasn't My whole that- thing though is about the earning is like if a fucking 20 year 30 year veteran picks you You've earned it. That's how I look well, at it. Well, to tie it all together, it's interesting because definitely Joe found out about her through Red Band. Because Red Band runs the Kill Tony show. Mm-hmm, it's like, Joe, mm-hmm. you got to check out this girl. I'm not saying she's not funny. I just don't think she's that funny. So it's, Red Band is actually the pimp. He's the Epstein. Well, I was just going to say, oh. are you insinuating that Red Band fucked her first? Well, Red Band can't be successful either. He is the creepiest guy on Kill Tony when a girl comedian, anyone comes up. Oh, really? He's always saying weird stuff like, hey, do you want to do my show? And I'm sure he's on the level, all right? He's got a hot Asian girlfriend or whatever, but he's, a, he, he, you know, guys making say a lot of things. accusations in this. Uh, well, episode. I feel like I've, I just, I know Alan Makovsky. Like, yeah, but do you ever meet guys that are just accidentally creepy? Yep. Like that you, that you know and, and, deep and, down, you've never seen them actually do anything creepy, that. but they just say they can't help but be like, <laughs> before COVID, every episode of Kill Tony, Brian Redband says something that, uh, uh, Tony would say, Brian, like, would just be pissed at him. Yeah. Like, you're just, you're creeping. No, I've out. only listened to a couple of episodes of Kill Tony and he's right. And, and I, and I'm not saying he's a creepy guy. He just comes off. No, no, no. Way. He's a creepy guy. Okay. He's a creepy guy. Yeah. But he's <laughs> the reason Alan McCoffsey got more on this show. And I think that, um, she obviously texts him. Did you think it was sort of thirsty when she's like, he's like, yeah, I'm keeping the house here. He's like, well, maybe you have a 24 year old friend that, needs a place to live and he's like no someone's taking care of it but she obviously texts him all the time she's got that privilege so i mean if she keeps her nose straight keeps being funny the world's her oyster she has a co-signed by joe rogan what do you want i just don't think she had to be on and could have been someone else i think he did a favor maybe he slept with her maybe he didn't but he said at some point, yeah, I'll have you on the show. <laughs> then he's like, I'm leaving for Texas. You got to come on the show now. And uh, she's being left behind in L.A. Well, this is such a to sell chicken wings bombshell that Kamar dropped on this episode. So, Kamar, you think he brought his side piece on to say goodbye? Is that what you're so, saying? It's so in, fucking in not as many ridiculous. words. I felt there was so much heavy lifting in this conversation. She got more time than Tim Dillon. It's so What's weird because I listened to this today on two times as I normally do when I'm cramming. And I honestly was just like, this was a normal, okay episode. Okay, you can know. get no nuance from two times. You could I, I, you couldn't I, get I, no nuance from a two times. I understand. I understand. <laughs> what the fuck? It's, it's economical. He's like a Turns into fortune an- teller. <laughs> I watched this real time on the video and it was just dreamy eyes at Joe. And Joe being like, stop being so thirsty. That's just what I got. Joe's like, my wife watches this. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Stop being so googly-eyed. Okay, I'll agree with the thirsty part. I'll agree with this girl is very lucky to be in this position where she There's is. There's no agreeing. You say you're agreeing with your own statement. <laughs> no, what kind of horseshit is that? Nice. I'm going to agree with my own statement that she's down. super lucky to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guy. I'm, I'm agreeing with Kamar. He just said it. <laughs> yeah. 
And at one point she goes, I feel like everyone is being negative. And I was like, you obviously did not hear the Ron Funches episode. But this sleeping with her is such bullshit. Like, uh, and you know what really Hold on, wait a minute. The, the biggest conspiracy it? guy in the world I, I is think, all of a sudden like, wait enough, a minute. Joe enough, can't just love enough. his wife. I think you put Joe on what a pedestal. What do you pedestal. say? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Fine, stop is fine. Um, I put Joe on a pedestal. I do put Joe on a pedestal. We do a show about Joe Rogan. I do not think Joe think used his power to coerce her or anything like that. It was a consensual, like, fuck, we're doing this. Hold on, hold on, hold stop. You went on Reddit those, and oh, read something and then flew with it. You those, didn't make on. this up on your own. But I, I got it from the chemistry watching them for two and a half hours talking. Because you were being influenced by what you read. You're going to say it's, it's automatically an abuse of power? It can't be anything, but I don't care either way. Like, listen, well, this is my, this is how I look at it. I don't care if you're, if you're in a position of power and you take someone on tour with you and they end up wanting to fuck you because of it and you fuck them and it's all consensual. I don't consider it like an abuse of That's power, not an yeah. abuse so, but of power. hold on. Just hear me out. I'm not saying it's an abuse of power, but to sit here and be like, he didn't use his power to get laid. There is crazy. He took her on tour, knowing that she'd be all googly eyed. Like if no, if it happened, I, I'm not Maybe saying it that. Just, I mean, in, you in don't his think it happened. Defense. In my defense, I think it just it was organic. It was just beautiful. It was like but I don't want to get in trouble. You're making it seem like he Bill Cosby this girl. No, not I'd at all. Say he took her on like tour for six shows and was like, "Yeah, I really like you" or whatever. And then they were just hanging out. I don't think it was like, "Suck my dick, you can come on tour." At all. Hold on. All. I want to say done, this. I'm done backing I, up this guy. This is crazy. I want to say this. This is purely speculative. Wait, I want to say this. And it's not even your fucking thing. I saw the exact same thing on Hold Reddit. Hold on, stop. You speculate on this fucking show all the time. You're I getting said, mad at him for speculation. I saw it on Reddit, so it sparked my interest. Then I watched their interaction and said, I could believe it. Let and me, I don't think it's a bad thing. Can I just say this? Yes. I don't think she should have been on. I don't think Joe cheated on his wife with this chick. I also... Thank you. Hold on. I also, as much as I enjoy Joe and enjoy his show and everything he does for people and friends, I still think that Joe is just a normal dude and is very capable of cheating on his wife. Fine. Which you have to... As Everybody is capable of, of course. anything. That's, yep. That's all I want to say. For sure. That's it. But knowing what you know about Joe, yeah. after doing this show for as long as we've done it yeah. and listening for how as long as you've listened... Do you think that Joe cheats on his wife? I don't. That's the opinion I formulate. Can you hear me out? I would say this. Knowing what I know about Joe, I have a feeling, especially considering how he talks about how he felt about marriage before getting married, I have a feeling that Joe probably was somewhere in between wanting a family and also wanting to continue to be Joe Rogan. And they probably have some agreement where once or twice a year on all tour, pass. Joe gets to go. Yeah, again, he's on tour all the time. And as I know from people that go on tour, it's pretty tough for them, no matter how loving or fucking outwardly like I'm the best dude ever, they end up fucking straying. You know what you I know mean? What? It's but a it's, tough it's fucking what, game. It's, it's, what the fuck do I know? Maybe, but I don't like that this guy. It's you know, also, I know where you're at, Simon. It's, it's also tough to do this in this TMZ world. Yeah. And like, I don't think he fucked Jesse May Pelusa or... Um, you know why Simon's pissed? Where's the other girl with the big earrings? Simon's angry because he Andy feels Letterman. like this should have been a small green room thing. He feels like you uh, kind of sideswiped us with this with these accusations. I think I might have. I wrestled with myself. Should I just bring this up on the side after the fact? Because I think I'm really, if Joe ever heard this, would be like, fuck this Kamara guy. Yeah, this and, feels like a post-Joe thing. But I've said it's... I wouldn't even like that on the post-Joe. It was the Mikovsky episode. 
Fair enough. Yeah, no, you're right. You brought it up at the right time. I mean, if you'd brought it up during Ron Funches, it would have totally derailed the whole podcast. It would have been inappropriate. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would have been totally inappropriate. Ron Funches definitely had an autistic kid, but Ali McCluskey definitely fucked it's Joe. It's very right? unlikely that that is the scenario, but that would make a scenario. I don't understand another reason why she got on. Like You she just, just said it was very likely two not, seconds ago. But hold no, on. no, I never said that. So I, just, I said this was now. the scenario I described and how she got on the show. Can I say this? If you were willing to say Joe brought her on tour with no ill intent like just 100 then you'd have to agree that he would funny. also bring her on the podcast on the same I, she's already been on so this is a moot fucking that's where point we're, that's where we're lost okay great seven year in comedians who i guess she said she headlined in arizona but i don't know it just was this wasn't interesting it was just joe doing heavy lifting do you know that she well of course you know because you listen to the same podcast i listen to Apparently, maybe not. Maybe she couldn't go to the comedy store for one year. Why? Too young. She was not of age. Well, she could have gone. She and just Joe, wasn't aware of it. That whole time, Joe Sometimes didn't know who she you was. You just gotta let the silence do the work for you, Maddie. Why? What? What? I don't understand the silence there, though, because she was too young. First of all, the drinking she's age just, in the states is she's retarded. She's so young. I'm just pointing out how young she is. I can't hold that against no, her. No, this would have I happened. Don't, I this, don't. I think she is living like a fucking fairy tale. She just went on tour with him like two years ago. Where she's on tour with Joe Rogan at 24 years old. She's skateboarding with professional skateboarders and she's fucking... And now there's no comedy anywhere to do, so the fairy tales come undone. Well, well there's we'll lots of skateboarding to be done. That's it's not true. her passion. It's true. All right, can we rate this then? I know Kamara's about to fucking caca. But she, she just talked about TikTok constantly, and she oh, was yeah. she was like, I know what the kids do, and then the same breath she'd be like, well, uh, implying that she's older, but then she's like, I'm so young, like naive, I'm stupid, I'm dumb. Like No, she, but I think 24 is right in the wheelhouse I suppose. TikTok. You also forget, though, what it's like to be 25, because no one in their 30s takes you seriously as an adult, yet you're also not 19 and a kid. Like, 19-year-olds are like, whoa, easy there, Grandpa. You know what I mean? Like, it's a weird... I think if she she could dance, she should have put some time into TikTok. How weird is this, though? Speaking of the Matrix, that Charlie Demo, whoever the fuck they were talking about. Demilio. Sure. Her videos Demilio. have been popping up on my YouTube like fucking wild. Before I listened to this episode, her videos were popping up on my YouTube left, right, and center. And I was like, who the fuck is this? And why are these on here? She's the biggest thing in the world. And then they're talking about her now. She's so cute. And he called me, you a pedo earlier. Like, it's all kind of fun. It's all coming out in the wash. Yeah, and then he called, and then you're calling a 16-year-old cute, which we shot on you for last week. Because mm -hmm. of poor Billie Eilish. Now she's poor Billie Sorry, Eilish? Poor Simon, who had no idea that Billie Eilish was 16 years old. But she's old. 18 now, so play ball. Um, mm. I, for my Matrix moment, it was when Joe was like, and there's these creators with these huge houses that throw parties. Yeah, the hype houses. Jamie yeah. was scoffing at them. Because I don't know if it was on the episode, but I talked to you about all these hype houses. Well, I brought it Sway up to house. I've been yeah, talking yeah. about the TikTok houses forever, man. I brought TikTok to this podcast. So I know I'm the first. You are the absolute originator of no, TikTok. No, I think no, you might have no, brought no, TikTok no. to the country. I think you might you be do, working you, for the Chinese you government. Do this every time, <laughs> it's just like a fucking splash. You're like, why don't you go find me a unicorn? Remember, no one believes Eugene Levy has found a fucking mermaid. Yeah. And then he finds a mermaid, and they're not like, oh, Eugene, you were right. They're like, fuck off, go find a unicorn. 
I brought you the TikTok, and now I'm I'm thrown out with the news. Can you rate it, Kamar? I give it, <laughs> I give it a two. Simon, can you rate it, please? Um, I give it a two and a half. I'm gonna give it a three. I, yeah, I didn't mind it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see any of the conspiracies you guys saw. Well, I, it was 35 minutes for you. No, it was an hour. It was a two-hour podcast, so it ended up being one hour. Either way. You know what I found? You, I tried to play it on my phone mm-hmm. and then cast it on a TV. Yeah. If you do that, it won't let you double speed it. Because YouTube, you can change the playback speed. Yeah, I know. I, I watch on YouTube on two times sometimes. On well. your computer, though. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to get a computer. I think you can change the speed on your phone, too. Can you I not? can, but once I cast it, that... it. Like oh, I, I see what you're saying. I had when you it put set it up and then I cast it. Ah, and then normal even speed. on YouTube, that doesn't work. You on my phone, it'll play double time the video, but when I cast it to the TV, interesting, yeah, super weird, kick me out. Huh. Sorry to waste your time with that, listeners. No, no, that's uh, we've uh, no one's. Listen, we're two hours in. No one's still here. This is where everyone has left already. Yeah, luckily, when Joe decided, or sorry, when Kamar, when Kamar threw Joe under the bus, Joe would have already if. God forbid Joe had been listening. He would have he tuned out long ago. So long ago. Yeah. And nobody, <laughs> nobody was left listening out there in the uh, yeah. whatever exactly. sphere. I do not accuse him of any wrongdoing. And uh, we can look forward. We could drop every racial slur in the world right now and yeah. no one would hear it. Don't. I don't want to get canceled <laughs> yet. Um, all right. You've already done that a couple of times. Silence is palpable. Yeah, Simon. Was bad. I've been called do a pedo and a racist this episode. Do these mics shut off when you're not talking? Like, do they? No, that's close? the noise gate. The noise gate closes everything when you're not mm. talking. Better than pedo gate. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Interesting that he brings up a bunch of gates, though, eh? Mm-hmm. And Bill Gates. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're done here. Keep your eyes open. No, now you leave the headphones and push the mic away. You're done. Actually. Throw some papers in the air, man. Thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at jreepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both jreepodcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar, Twitter and Instagram. Um, there is a Reddit. It's reddit.com slash jreepodcast. And the Patreon. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, uh, you could do so at patreon.com slash jreepodcast. Uh, you get a bunch of extra content, and uh, we do some fun stuff on there. There should be more coming in the future. I think that's it. I what? Yeah, the YouTube. Sure, join the YouTube. It's uh, YouTube.com/slash/jreepodcast. Uh, hit that subscribe button. I don't care about the notifications or anything. Just make sure, even if you're not going to watch, please subscribe so that we can hit that thousand mark. Let's get to a thousand kids. Um, and yeah, we do post all of these episodes on YouTube. So if you want to see what we look like, most people are very disappointed. Um, as I would be as well. And that's it. I hope you have a great week. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And uh, as Simon always says, keep your eyes open.